0: Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. Okay, folks, we have back with us today, my brother, Andrew Hoffman. It's been a while since Andrew's been on the podcast as he needed to take a little bit of a break. Things were getting a little bit negative with all the things going on with the pandemic. And then he also took a family vacation, but now he's back and he's recharged and he's ready to go. And we definitely had a great conversation today. There was a lot to catch up on with all the things with the pandemic and things going with the riots and the protests and Black Lives Matter. You know, you name it, we talked about it, it's all in there. And it's great to, to kind of see him come back with a bit of a new perspective. And I think that's kind of like the big tone for the day is that sometimes you need to be able to take a step away to come back into it with a new perspective and look over things with fresh eyes because you know what you may just change your mind but without any more of me rambling on let's get in the episode so please sit back strap in and enjoy our conversation greetings and welcome back to another episode of the uncensored humanity podcast i'm your host matt hess and today we have with us our good friend Andrew Hoffman. Andrew, how are we doing, sir? Well, you know I'm good. Oh, Andrew's always good. <laughs> you know. Let's it. be honest. Come on now, it's been a long time since you've been on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you kind of wanted to take a little bit of a break there, and then you went on vacation, and I got you right when you got back. So here we are recording another one. How the hell are you doing, sir? Yeah, man, I'm. Um,
1: I've I've been good. Um, good I that mean, is good. You, you know, when you're looking at the the the. the clinical definition of the word good um
0: <laughs> as we know we're all still going through yeah. really tough times i mean i assume work is still going good everything else there well i know, I know there was lots of crazy things going on with that
1: like like you mentioned i i'd have i've taken a couple i've taken a couple off um episodes yeah off. just a couple episodes off um and let me just i i episodes that i actually really enjoyed i thought you know i almost almost kind of thinking like man maybe uh I don't know, man. I, I, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was really impressed with, uh, even somehow Jake, some Jake somehow even managed to come off as coherent, which was, you know, <laughs> I was like all on board for that. I was even somehow that just yeah, happened. I, I think Todd Todd brings it out in him. I guess I I, I had the opposite influence on him. I, I think he would say the same about I me. I think though.
0: it's no doubt that we're all definitely getting better. Yeah, and obviously we're doing a lot more of the American Honesty stuff. And yeah, I, I found that when I get multiple people on the podcast there's more ideas to bounce off of there's more time to yeah. think in between cuz you're not just talking all the time so i i th- i think it makes for some better podcasts especially when we're talking about what's going on in society and all that sure. kind of stuff so I, I found that those are a lot more fun and people seem to be liking them more
1: well yeah they are i mean no doubt they're i mean they're a great time um i just you know listening i was list, you know i, I obviously i relisten to the episodes um sometimes multiple times and um, I think mainly I just and let's yeah, let's you know, the elephant in the room is obviously I think like the last two. I was fucking hammered. Like <laughs> so going back looking back at that, I don't know if it was the best uh maybe maybe the best path I could have
0: walked. Well so, here, here's the
1: thing. Let me give retroactive up or or <laughs> Yeah, apologies to, you know, a couple no, no, of our no, no, last no, no, guests. There's, there's
0: no need for apologies. That's ridiculous. But, yeah. Like, the idea was to come on and drink and have a good time. That and, was, we, yes. and we did And that. we succeeded. And I maybe let you go a little bit too hard in the paint, but you're also a grown-ass man. You can Oh, do yeah. You I mean, and so... But I may or may not have been egging you on, it, you know, saying, pour some more whiskey, it's, you it's, piece of shit.
1: Let's go. Yeah, that definitely happened. But, yeah, definitely um, happened. <laughs> you know, I, I guess... Um, so... I didn't. I I I noticed like a lot of times I would like, you know, some of the and, and a lot of it was because I was inebriated. But it was also I think because on a lot of this stuff, you know, I wasn't and still am not sure exactly <laughs> where I come out on a lot of stuff. So I didn't really feel like I could get because I tend to get really passionate when I'm in a group discussion, you know, for better or for worse. And I didn't know if. If I didn't really have any convictions at the time, like that I was really like staunchly supportive enough to debate with somebody else, I just kind of felt like I would either end up double speaking or um probably um arguing against myself at times, which I know I've done in the past. I do it in my head every day, so um, we know how that goes <laughs> so uh that being said. I can't really say like today I'm any closer to it and I guess and I think that really let me say this um I had a message typed out yesterday that I almost hit send to but didn't and basically what that was was be it was me bailing on you today um and it was because I just the more I sat down and thought about what I wanted to talk about and started organizing my thoughts the more I kept like confronting the fact that like I'm so, like, legitimately torn and twisted on so much of the stuff that, like, just the mere thought of trying to discuss it, like, it scares me. Because, like, one, I feel like anything that I would say, I could feel differently a day later. Of you course. Know? And so, that's,
0: that's the great thing about these yeah. kind of conversations is the fact that. These are just our opinions. We're not telling yeah. other people how they should be feeling or what's going on. We're just merely putting our positions out there. And the great thing about that is, is that it should be changing. So, yeah. like the the t- if you come back on in I two agree. weeks from now, you should have a completely different idea. Especially what's going on with like the pandemic and all that kind of shit. Yeah, because it's like it's it's new. It's happening now. We don't know what's going on. You know, but like some of the bigger things, I think that we can all agree on. It's like you've already kind of made up your mind on some of those things and unless there's like big new like scientific evidence that's coming in a great example of that is like um like gun control or something like that yeah. like i've already made up my mind about that like i know how i feel about that mm-hmm. and whereas yes i'm open to changing my mind most new information just makes me believe what i believe more you know so there's some big issues like that that yeah i'm not going to change on but some of this most of the stuff that we talk about is like it's hot topics. It's what's going on now. It's like it. Yeah. It should be forever evolving. Yeah, of course. And I don't think anybody's going to hold that against you because yeah, it's, it, it's just a snapshot in time of how you're exactly. thinking at
1: the moment. And that's the thing is I might I I, I have to understand like look, it's like people don't like how like, I ask have to ask myself do how often do how, how much stock do I put into people's opinions? It's like it depends on the person, and at best, you know, I'll take them and I'll I'll allow those opinions to maybe change the way i think at worst you know i don't i ignore them so it's like you know no pressure's off so to speak it's like there's um but you know there are there are things that um not not even almost just things it almost seems just like it's almost like there's no just normal life in general now then with these these things on the outside that are you know these issues that are like present on the outside almost like that's what it seems like the old way of life, whereas you had now it seems like everything the issues everything that that's all just so intertwined into just getting up in the morning and living a day that um and 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 then I can comfortably say that my when when my when my viewpoints are shifting and constantly morphing on these things, it's almost like I don't have. There, it can feel like there's no solid footing there, basically.
0: You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, but I think that's a fair statement, especially yeah. right now with things being so uneasy I, yeah, and unaware. And I, like everybody, you ask people like how they're feeling, what's going on? Like, I don't know, I, man. Yeah, exactly. We're just kind of surviving that, right now. Like they're just, like they're trying to get back to their normal lives. And you hear a bunch of people say like, oh, this is the new normal. There's never going to be back the way it was. And yeah. I don't believe that for a second. I really feel like these tough times will be over and we'll get back to the way life used to be. Now, granted, there will be lots of changes as I truly believe, especially from this pandemic, there's going to be a ton of businesses shut down. So that's going to be different in and of itself. I think uh, most people will be reluctant to start a new business for fear of government shutdowns in the future and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I believe that there is a housing market crisis coming. I think that the housing market's going to tank like it did in 708 because of all the mortgages and all that kind of stuff. But I think this one's going to be more on uh, renters and landlords than it actually is homeowners. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to just kind of hunker down, stay in their houses. Like right now, the it's really much, very much a seller's market at the moment. But I believe that's going to change come the end of the year and into next year. And I believe that people are just going to just sit on their houses because nobody's going to want to buy. And a bunch of people who couldn't pay their rent are going to get kicked out of their apartments because landlords still need to make a living too. And they're not going to have a place to go. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I just I think things are going to get crazy. Now, granted, I have a lot of people say that they do not believe that's going to happen. I really hope they're right. Yeah. I really do. But I remember how tough things got with the housing market in 07, 08, Sure. And I, I hope it will be different this time.
1: Yeah, I I mean, you know, I think back to that podcast we had was when Steve was on. Um and he was very optimistic. And yeah, he was and he and he challenged me because I, I remember at the time I was, you know, um, my position was to be super cautious at the time. You know, I you obviously remember me going on going in on Jake for not wearing masks and stuff like that. And, yep. Um, and then Steve asked me, he goes, well, what's, what's the price of your freedom? Like, what are you willing to give up? And I said, and I remember exactly, I said a few months, I said, let's give this a few months. Let's do this. Let's put the work in to try to try to get this pandemic under control. You know, that's what it's worth. It's, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's worth everything, but it is worth something. It is worth the effort. We're at the point now where, you know, uh, it, where do where do we where do you cross the point of no return where you've given up too much, you know what I'm saying? Where you've given up too much to this to this virus. I mean, yes, the 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 numbers. We're going to talk a little bit about numbers today, not really specific numbers, but you know, numbers as far as uh, working for or against your argument. And in this case, yeah, the numbers support like that. There's a definite there's a definite virus going around that's definitely making people sick and definitely killing people. The numbers support that. The num those same numbers will also show you how low those numbers are and how s- low the the the, the, the uh the, the 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 rate of of spreading is and and, uh, and then the rate of like death among those who get it. and then the rate of death among those who with no pre-existing conditions is like it's it's almost nothing so it's like if you're gonna you're gonna accept the numbers you got to accept what all the numbers mean you can't just say I like these numbers but I don't like the other numbers like let's look at Let's look at them all. Yes, there is a very real issue here. But like, at what point are you giving up too much to the virus? So it, have you changed is, your mind of how you think well, about that? Since since we I, talked, yeah, I day? am a little bit because it's like, and, it, and, it, and it, of course, it's still the same pe- the same people now who who are still all shut it all down. Which I think at one point was the right attitude, and I agreed with those people. I agreed with you. Okay, at this point now, it's the have nots. It's only the have nots that want to keep it all shut down because they don't have anything to lose. And that's another one. That's another theme I want to get in today is uh, a theme um, is instead of looking at all these uh, symptoms or all these, uh, you know, symptoms of this disease, let's look at why there are so many people that don't have anything to lose, you know, because that's what you have here is you've got all the have nots that, that are fighting against people that want to like say like kind of like myself right now, it's like how much is too much to give away to this virus? How many businesses need to go down? And it's like and and when you start getting attacked as like some sort of like you know like uber fascist capitalist just because you want to see some businesses survive it's like at what point what are we doing here why are we here in a free country if not to be able to build something to build a legacy like at what at what point is giving all that stuff up just not worth it anymore and like to just say let's deal with this virus let's get our vaccine but like let's but that—that's
0: assuming that a vaccine is a viable option well, that's actually going to help. It's
1: th- look. I mean, I'm not going to ignore that there's a lot of positive news coming out about that. I mean, and there is like, you know, I, I just saw that that the, the government agreed to buy you know two billion of off a of vaccine from from Pfizer, and I'm so I'm figuring okay if, they, if that arrangements in place and there's got to be something. There's you know like there there's a lot of positive news coming out about things and uh, as far as. Um, Drugs and then also as far as the antibodies being produced by people that have had it, and then like, uh, well, yeah,
0: but if if I understand correctly from a lot of stuff that I've heard, it's 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 like a strain of the flu. So look, it's, man, yeah. it's forever changing. Yeah. So even if you have antibodies for what it was, once it morphs, then it's like totally a different thing. Yeah, you're and not. This, we're not talking reason, about an
1: eradication. Yeah, here. exactly. The same and reasons like the flu yeah. vaccine
0: is like it may or may not help. Well, depending that's the thing. The is, you for need. To, we
1: need to be able to agree as a country, as a world, that. We can proceed with without the eradication of this virus, because if it's eradication or nothing, then it's then there will there will just keep they will just keep taking away from everybody until there's nothing left. Um, so, you know, yeah. So you asked me, have I have I changed perspective on that? Yeah, I, I have a little bit. You know, I still I still am. I'm still I'm wearing a mask. And if you don't and if and I've, you know, in my in my business, my employees are wearing them. And I said, if you got a problem with it? goodbye. This isn't your, I don't, I don't, this isn't a place for a political statement. I don't care what you personally believe, you know, so there's yeah, a lot. As,
0: and as employer, you have the yeah. right to do that. Yeah. The same as like I was having struggles at my job as well. And I had to have like a, a couple of talks with uh, some, some close people to me. They're like, Hey, uh, suck it up. Cupcake. Uh, this is your job. That's your employer. This is their <clears> policy. <throat> they get to dictate what you can and cannot yeah. do with your life.
1: I mean, as much as I love you, man, that's if you work for me, that's what you would be told. Is yeah, that, exactly. Like, you and know, honestly, you're I deeply appreciated, but this is how it's got to be. I, I
0: kind of expected to get fired over that situation. It didn't work out well, that way. I'm glad you didn't because uh, it wouldn't have been uh, worth it.
1: It just it wouldn't well, have been.
0: Yes and no, right? Because th- there are times to stand on your principles. But um, there there I, are, but I mean, it was like because well, here's the thing though: is I stand on that principle outside of my office. Yeah. So like, if if a company says you can't come in here without a mask, then I will go give my business to someone else. That's no problem, yeah. you know. But it's like I also, you know, I kind of like paying my bills. Exactly. I would not doors. equate choosing
1: where to shop as and that's far as giving up a job. And that's yeah. kind
0: of what like some of my mentors had told me. They were like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, pick your battles." Uh, this isn't a hill worth dying on. Maybe wait for something a little bit more important than just wearing a mask around your office. Um, so that's that's kind of how that one works. But it's also still, it's like, in, in my, let's let's not get into the masturbating. It's, it's really not going to help anything here. Masturbating. But, <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it, but it's just, if if you if you choose to do that as employer, that is that is one hundred percent your prerogative. Well, it's not and my and choice anymore, and that, uh, that's fine because it's been yeah. it's been mandated from yeah. from our our governor, which he's not allowed to do constitutionally, and that's been proven in court.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I like I think we talked about this earlier. Like, I have like we've already gotten an email from our state inspector. Like, hey, just so you know, this is the mandate. Like, if it, if you're if you're found to not be in compliance of it, like you're getting an immediate red flag on your. You know, and that goes no, up which, on there. which
0: I understand, but if all those that have happened and they have taken them to court, yeah, they have, they have all won. Oh, sure. I mean, because it, they, some, th- at what point is it worth do it? Though, I know I understand that, yeah. but it's just again, it's, sometimes it becomes the principle of it. But it, but it's like it's like you said, it's like how long do we go down this road until we lose all of our freedoms? So you know, that that's the thing that I worry about because like 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 you said, when it first came out, everybody was scared. Nobody knew what was going on, and it, it helps to be cautious, right? Like, why not take it seriously? It's, it's not going to hurt anything, yeah, of course. right? So, so, what's the worst that could happen? You lose a little bit of freedom at the moment. The problem is, is how long does that last? Because here we are months later, you know, uh, hospitalizations are down, deaths are down. Granted, uh, cases are way up because yeah. there's more positives because they're doing more testing. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like anything else, when you do more testing, there's more positives. But- the important numbers are going down. So we're trending in the right direction, mm-hmm. which is good. Now there are hot spots right now in the states. I guess Texas and Florida are really bad. Yeah. They're having to like shut down things and they're like I know especially Texas, they're trying to do things. So I've got family that live down there. And they're trying to do things to keep the businesses open. Yeah. Like they're literally allowing bars to like mix drinks and like deliver them to your house. Oh yeah. So yeah. that they can try to stay open and keep Keep their business alive, sure. so they don't like completely go out of business. Which, which is great in theory, but I don't know how useful it's really going to be in the future. So it's like, so I mean, I mean, I get it. Like, there's there's bad things going out there. Like, we we need to do something, but I just, I wonder like, how long we're going to be doing this? Like, are we going to still be masked up for like another year? You know, like that that seems a little bit ridiculous to me. Like, that's, but yeah, I mean, that's it's just one of those things where speculation is not going to get you anywhere.
1: <clears throat> it's just. You're just the, the the and and here's and here's the the just the absolute the, the whole kicker of the thing and and I mean call me a fogey here about this if you want to, but it's like, like an old how, how do you expect people to take any of all this stuff seriously tell me I can't go to church. But you see,
0: like, the mass protests and stuff, and it's like... Oh, but I, it's, it's been proven that the protests didn't cause any you know, kind of spike in and, the and coronavirus. I know, and,
1: and look, I know, and, and I know what what people are saying. It's right. It's like you can't deny the people the right to assemble under any circumstance, any circumstance, because the government could always just try to shut you down with some, you know, fake thing. If they say, oh, we don't want it up like China, probably, you know, in Hong Kong, and they could just they just stir something up and everybody's got to, you know... So you should always be able to assemble, Okay. That's correct. I agree with that. But, but... Don't talk to me like I'm fucking 5 years old and tell me that there those aren't that's not that's not the reason why there is this huge spike.
0: Yeah, it's it's don't, it's funny that yeah. the, everybody glossed right over that. Like, like, there's a huge spike of uh to positive tests right after all these protests. I listen, but believe it, it wasn't the protest yeah. at all cuz they were safe and they were outside. Believe it or not, out.
1: this 40-year-old white dude got no problem with you out there protesting I got no problem with it. I did a little bit of myself a few months ago. It felt fantastic. Okay? Um but i guess i could get into more of that later but anyway i want to get into more of that later but, but and we will um but look don't but don't tell me don't fucking look at me with a straight face <laughs> and tell me that it's that restaurants being open or people going to the beach is the reason this is spiking when you've got like people literally fucking dick to dick to asshole like in the streets every <laughs> think, single sir, night sir
0: that's called nuts to butts for,
1: but... it's for in every night for months I mean, like I said again, like you can – both things can be true. You can be allowed to protest and still say, hey, you shouldn't be doing it. Like, Or if you want to do it, that's cool, but don't throw some sort of surprise look at me when you when you say, oh, cases are up. Oh, what about the, the cases are up? Oh, Trump with the cases. His cases are up. Like, okay. Like,
0: are we – like, what – we playing the same game here like what are
1: we are we speaking the same
0: language the real real problem is here is that most people only want to believe what they want to believe right and so because because they don't i don't understand why you would want to believe something that's not that that doesn't make sense though that because it it doesn't fit their prerogative like it it just doesn't work that way it's 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 everything has to be trump's fault everything has to be this fault everything's that or it's all it's it's all the liberal people and this and that. I, I, like, no, no, it's not. Like, we're all in this together. Again, we're all humans. Like, we need to be on, like, Team USA. Like, we need I, to stop this bullshit left-right crap. Yeah, and here's the Here's – I literally – like, here's the funny
1: thing about it is I live I literally live by a code based on a spiritual being that no one has ever seen. And yet that is less insane than some of these people that will just – refuse to just look at what's in front of them on earth the things that you can see with your own eyes and they don't see it and then they want to understand then they want to like wonder like well how can you how can you have faith in something you haven't seen i'm like you sit you're sitting here looking at something with your own fucking eyes and you can't process it properly you know it's like check yourself before you wreck yourself (laughs) riggity wreck yourself okay um but yeah well let me let me slide here into the into the protest, okay? Because it's a good segue. Okay. Okay. So, um, my small town, uh, it's probably ninety-five percent. In fact, I think it's like ninety-eight percent white. Um, we had ourselves, you know, we had ourselves a couple weekends of Black Lives Matter protests, and I've got a couple good friends, like downtown the square yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yep. Yeah.
0: So same things kind of happened here. Yeah.
1: And I got a couple good friends, um, that have been friends of mine for years. Uh, that are African American, and then asked me to ask me to come down there. Um, and uh, actually, they didn't ask me to come down. I kind of like asked him if he was going, and he said, "Yeah." And and I kind of asked him how he felt if I would if I'd go there to support him, and he was over the moon about it, and um, showed up there, and you know, was there with he and his wife. Just you know, I didn't didn't have any signs. I wasn't you know you didn't have like a big sign I, says the end is near. I wasn't or leading like a chant or anything like that, but <laughs> I was there and. Uh, you know mainly I wanted to I wanted. I was there for a couple reasons namely is I wanted to first of all support them it's like if I can't you know if I can't support them right now you know it's not like I know a bunch of black people so if I can't support the ones that I actually know and that are in my life at a time where they'd like some support then what's doesn't really make me much of a person Um, and also I wanted to kind of just for myself instead of like without not looking at it through a TV screen or something like that see what the actual reaction was from the public you know and stuff like that and i'm thinking man man this town guy oh, who knows what's going to happen maybe we could get you know we're going to get shit thrown at us i mean what's going to happen here you know i'm telling you man like 95% of the people could not have been more supportive and i think i i think i brought this up before on maybe a, uh, another podcast um i can't remember if i talked about this or not but it feels like i did but yeah people could not have been more supportive yeah you had maybe one or two guys you know in a pickup truck drive by, you know, and laugh or whatever and, you know, put their hand up and wave you, you know, like, you know, but nothing like you weren't, nobody shouted anything at us. Nobody's cussed at us. Um, so I left they're feeling real optimistic, you know, and I said, this is something I can get behind. I can get behind this, this type of pro, this type of pro, this type of movement. Okay. Well, um, as, and that was probably, I don't know, a few months ago. As time have, has has gone on, you know, I I've really um, started to look at this whole the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Um, always been something that I've always given, you know, I've, heard, I've, I've I've never given anything but support to the notion. Um, in fact, it always seemed odd to me why you know all, the All Lives Matter people and all that stuff. I just always kind of just shook my head at them because it was like you just that's just another one of those things talking about people that see things are things in front of them that they. That are there and then they just can't see them. They can't understand the point.
0: What do, what do you mean with that?
1: As far as
0: like the all lives matter. Yeah, thing.
1: like a, a, as far as like how that will be a retort to somebody who says Black Lives Matter, and they'll come up and be like, oh, wag the finger in your face, like oh, all lives matter, and it's like, well, yeah, but you don't, you're not, you're dismissing the point of the person who's saying Black Lives Matter is trying to make. You can disagree with the point they're trying to make. If I, you but want I don't
0: to. think that they do. And like, and again, I, th- I think that it boils back to a lot of those people think that it's like the all lives matter people think yeah. that it's like, hey, like. We're all human. We're yeah. all we're all well, the that's same. Obvious. Yeah. yeah. It's Like we again, we should be on team that's, us, not. But that's not all. That's doing is just washing over
1: the point that people people they're saying Black Lives Matter is trying to make.
0: Okay. How so?
1: So, it. it I mean, I, I don't. I want to use like the cliches, but if you come up to me and you're like, you know, you call me one day and you're in tears and you're like, man, I just, I just found out that that I have prostate cancer. Or I have, I have pancreatic cancer, and I was like, well, Matt. <laughs> um. My mom had breast cancer, so, you know, people with breast cancer, they suffer also. And you'd be like, well, obviously, man, but what about me? Like, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you about me right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't need to, I know that your mom matters. I know that everyone else out there with cancer matters, but I'm trying to. I'm coming to you right now talking about me. I'm, I'm hurting right now. That's the thing I'm saying. Black Lives Matter people are trying to say Like they're hurting. They feel targeted. You can disagree with that or agree with that, okay? But that's how they feel. Well, like, so you, it's like you
0: can't really disagree with how they feel. Exactly. Like, well, right? yeah, that, exactly. That's kind of not okay. You can,
1: you can well, we'll get into, get into something here where I think you, you possibly could. But but my point is this, okay? Yeah, so somebody saying all lives matter, it's, it's, that's not, like, the point. The point is, like, all lives don't matter until black lives matter. So you can come at that person and say, "Well, black lives do matter." Then you can have a debate. And they can say why they feel they don't, and you can say why they feel they do. But by just saying "all lives matter," you're just all that saying is basically you're. That's basically like walking by a conversation, putting your fingers in your ear and you're going la 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 like you can't touch me, you can't say anything to me. Like, what are you going to say to "all lives matter"? What are you going to say to that? You know, or your "blue lives matter." You know, trying to equate a cop's life with a bu- and you know there, and that's that's like situations like where make it it's real because, like I said, I have. These, I have black friends, I have black employees, I have, have been black people in my life, my whole life that I've loved, but at the same time, it's like, I have, I, have this, I could say the same thing about military, police, and all that stuff, like, so don't ask me to pick a side, you know? So anyway, as I was getting into more of this Black Lives Matter stuff, um, I began to realize that the police brutality part of it, which we can discuss even separately, but... Uh, that's just one small part of this movement. And I got to say, the rest of the fucking movement, a lot of it is batshit insane. Like, a lot of it has nothing to do with black lives, police brutality. A lot of it has to do with, like, using their own words, you know, like, the dismantling of the nuclear family and uh, promoting, you know, putting, like, the promotion of transgender and LGBT, right? Like, why is that part of the Black Lives Matter movement? What does that have to do with that? Or talking about dismantling the entire capitalist structure. Like, what does what dismantling the economy have to do with police brutality? And black, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are we pulling in all this other all this other stuff on a topic that matters? So I'm right now at the point where, yeah, if you're going to ask me, do black lives matter? Do black lives matter in a separate way than all lives matter? I say, yes, absolutely, black lives matter. But if you're going to ask me to get behind this black lives matter movement now? No, it's been polluted to the point where um, y- you would have to... No sane person would be able to logically defend being able to support – like these sports teams, all these sports teams that are just pandering to black people right now by putting Black Lives Matter on all their stadiums and all their uniforms and pitcher's mounds and jerseys, which is – that's all it is, is pandering. Yes, it's pandering. 100%. No, none of them. None of them would support the actual – you think that professional sports teams are going to support the dismantling of the economy and the nuclear family? You think that sports, American sports teams would support something like that? Fuck no. They don't, but they don't know because they don't, they're they're too afraid. They're too afraid to be the one person, the one team or the one organization or whatever that doesn't pander. And that's all it is. It's pandering. If I was a black person right now, I'd be spitting at these teams, spitting at them. Like you're giving me, you're giving us everything except what we're asking for. We just want a little bit of justice here. And all you're doing is pandering your white bullshit at us you know like it's it's and i'm not a black person so i can't speak for him but i'd imagine if i ever got to hang out with an intelligent black person he'd probably feel the same way as i do because we'd be a couple smart dudes (laughs) so um it's so yeah that's there's there's another so now we're two for two on things where i have morphed my opinions um
0: but I think that's important. though. Yeah, I really do. I do. And and
1: and I think in in both areas. Cause, I mean, because
0: like, let's be honest. Like, you were you were at the protest to support your friends. Yeah. Uh, you you agree that like Black Lives Matter just as much as anybody else, which which is an important thing. And it's like, and, and they don't feel like they're very well represented. Represented. Represented in, in our communities or. Um, What's what's the word I'm thinking of here? Like society. In yeah, general. here we go. Society. Like wow, society. Yeah. <laughs> like the simple word. That <laughs> <is>. <laughs> like they don't feel like they're they're as equal yeah. as everybody else. The opportunity, especially, and it's like, yeah. and that that is not okay. Like that needs to be addressed. Like you, you like, know, like, but just, but like you said, it's like when you go and dig into what like black like Black Lives Matter like officially stands for, it's like how is like tearing apart families and and being for like lgbtqrs and yeah. 11 anything to do with whatever black it is lives? nowadays like what, what the hell does that have to do with nothing. them having you know, like more opportunities it's in-
1: nothing you know what it is it's a pork it's a one of those pork belly bills you know you have a real nice sounding bill in there you go know, oh we're going to fund all the national parks then you just attach a bunch of horse shit to it that you hope nobody ever, that you hope nobody understands and nobody bothers to read the fine print you know and then that i mean that's just it's it's one of those things, like I said. If you just people that choose to, if you choose to look and see what's in front of you, then you can see it. Um, you know, and it's like in both of these areas. You know, I've kind of, yeah, I've I've shifted, I guess, more, you know, away, more back towards, you know, the capitalistic, um, conservative side of the aisle on these things. But like, look, I'm sp- if I'm gonna spend time on one side of the aisle, I'm gonna spend time on the other, and I'm gonna go back and forth depending on. You know the way things are trending. I mean, look at look the the um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock some worlds here, but I I don't look the number like we talked about numbers earlier. If you if you're somebody if you're a man of science like so many of you claim to be, and a man of numbers and a man of statistics, but it's only those, if it agrees yeah, with their those numbers principles. do not support a racist police American police system. It just it the numbers don't support it. Now look, our eyes can see we see what's out there. We can see what's there. We can see the injustice that's done. Okay, so we we can rely on that experience. We don't, like you said about your friend. You know that black guy that gets pulled over just because he's black for no other reason. Yeah. So we know
0: pulled over for no reason. We
1: know it happens. However, if you are looking at the numbers as far as, and I am not talking about, and I am going to take like because obviously, like you know, when you have population differences of such extremes, you know, numbers can get skewed. I am just looking at fatalities per arrest. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at those numbers, and if the numbers show that black people are being killed less per arrest, per arrest, not per capita, per arrest. Okay, so it doesn't matter if it's five arrests or five trillion arrests. They're being killed at a lower rate than whites that are being arrested. Okay, so look, are there racist cops? You better fucking believe it. Just like there's fucking racist race car drivers and computer technicians and uh, fast food workers There's racist cops Just like there's racist guys In any In, in any group of people You're going to have A percentage of those people Men and women That are racist Okay And so That's not what we're talking about here We're talking about Is there a systemic problem Well Take a look at the numbers Okay What there is Is there is a power problem It's an abuse of power And what you typically have Are black people That don't have any power Typically they're powerless And that That could be a re- Now you want to talk about that That's a conversation Okay the powerlessness they have in our society, the, you know, the, 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 how little say they have in what goes on in the community just because of, the, you know, they're a minority and whites already own everything. We own everything. So it's like, you know, they're playing by our rules. Yeah. That's a real
0: problem. If, if you don't believe that, just go look at, you know, inner city yeah. schools and neighborhoods and stuff. But it's like, it's not the same as the rich white ones that are in the suburbs. It's, it's just not. This police
1: problem is an issue of power. It's power over the powerless. And most of the time, those people are poor. So I guarantee if you want to look at the poor, whites that are being killed and the blacks are being killed. It ain't wealthy people. It's not middle class people. It's poor people. People that don't have any say. People that don't have any power. People who the, who whose lives... Whose lives aren't valued of having any worth, and that's to me what Black Lives Matter means is that our lives are worth something. They're worth the effort. They're worth the effort to do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so to me, and it can mean something different to maybe somebody else. Black Lives Matter does mean everything else, and they're all about the crushing America and you know bringing in the the, the, the commies and and uh, just dismantling the family and and. Ending capitalism, and maybe that's the type of Black Lives Matter people they are. But that's not the type I am,
0: and I can't, I, really, say, I, I just can't really say I've ever met. But I, I, but I assume, like the, your friends, you want to support. I assume it's not what they want either. No, they don't. They, they don't. And you know what?
1: I won't even bring it up to them because they're really like right now. They're very into standing up for their race, and they, they usually weren't before. But now they feel, you know, and I'm and I'm and I'm happy for them because now they feel like they can speak out a little bit more on social media and stuff like that about things they've dealt with and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm happy they're able to finally be able to talk about that stuff. And I've had some great conversations with them and stuff like that. And, um, but, but I'm not, they don't, they don't, they don't know about any of this stuff. And I'm not going to like, I'm not going to shit on their parade and be like, Oh well, technically, Black Lives Matter supports this and this because they don't care about that. What good is that going to do them? Well, it's, but it, but it's
0: I think it's important. To, it, it, it is to, to when You're them right. Up to it is. the it, organization stands. I can't for. argue the with same that. Same as it did for you. People always say, do but, you "See something, say something." Right? But, but like, but no, that's bullshit. Because that's that's snitches. And like when we but, grew up, it was snitches get stitches, and now they get rewarded. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. At, at
1: this point, like, what good would I do them but, by? But, like raining on their parade here no
0: no it's, it's not about raining on the parade it's allowing them to make the decision of I mean, what they, a terrible of what they believe it, in like because you could just say hey i support you i love you you know i'm all about this it's like but i was reading more into this and i don't agree with some of these things like i'll you know, say and like, it's, and yeah. it's okay to say that you know like and if you have friends who love you and you can have an actual conversation like that should be a normal thing, and then it should hopefully have them look into it. And you're like, you know what? We, we need to change well, this. Or we need to do something different. Yeah,
1: I can't disagree with what you're saying. I know this particular guy right now and how passionate he is right now, and how how he and this is these are his words, not mine. Um, but like, I know like how I, I'm kind of somebody he comes to right now when he, for support when having to deal with family members and stuff like that because half his family's white and not support not not supportive sometimes to say the least. So, you know, I'm a kind of a pillar of support for him and I feel like if I take that away by being a contrarian, then, you know, he's just going to he's going to feel even more alone right now. So I just feel right now it's not my duty to try to educate him. He's going through enough and and he cares about the right things, you know what I'm saying? Now you know, so he gave me a Black Lives Matter sticker, you know, the Black Fist, and I, I put that shit on my golf bag. You know, I, I, like I said, he gave it to me, and I got no... I not, so when I look at that, I don't feel like I'm supporting this horrible cause. I can look at that and say, I'm supporting my friend, okay, and that's all that matters to me. I don't give a damn what anybody see, if anybody sees my bag or wants to say shit about it, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have... I support... I know I've said this before. I support people. I don't support causes, okay? Don't get your get the fuck out of here with your causes, and with your with your with your group campaigns and all that shit. I care you know, it's people. Um that's good and bad because unfortunately that means that if I haven't met you, I'm probably not gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. And that's just character flaw, you know. <laughs> it's <just> one <laughs> of those bad things about me. It's like shit, I wish I wasn't that way, but damn it, something happened and I'm just kinda that way. Where? But um but then you know. But like you know, Matt, like once you get in the inner circle, man, it's just nothing but awesome times after awesome times your story you're just yeah it's just a reward of a great life for anybody that i choose to take in so yeah um man i got so i got i got so much i, I feel like i'm just running down a list here it's all right but like you haven't been on in a while there's a
0: lot of stuff yeah. to talk about there's been a lot of things going on what's
1: going on with you i mean like, like for me it's, it's
0: a lot of the same old same yeah. old i mean i've been trying to do a lot more podcasts
1: i noticed that which is
0: a lot of fun i've been trying to just schedule them out and because originally i wanted to kind of do like maybe one or two a month yeah but recently i've been doing stuff like almost every weekend and it's it's been a lot of fun and with all the different things going on it's it's been a blast honestly because like there's so much shit to talk about too much stuff to talk about. exactly it's like like what, what am i doing here am i really gonna like like yeah, I've I've got hobbies and a bunch of stuff that I normally do on the weekends, but it's like I'd rather sit down here in the studio and and talk about these important topics than go out and and you know like hit some golf balls or go play disc golf or even, yeah. even go ride my mountain bike. You know, granted it's been too goddamn hot yeah, to go do true. that. It's been so hot, but it's just like I, I'm just I'm having so much fun. But right now it's just a matter of keeping things going and getting things scheduled and trying to do a lot more of that. But for me it's like I'm just I'm going to work. You know, I'm worried that things are going to slow down. I'm worried that we're going to be really slow come the end of this year and into next year in construction. You know, and then I'm I'm worried that I might be out of a job. You know, but it's like all the good benefits and stuff that have happened from all the shutdowns like will all be long gone. Yeah. By the time that I get, you know, like essentially laid off or or low at work or whatever's going to happen that I think is coming. Hopefully, I'm wrong. You know, so I'm worried about all that kind of stuff. You know, it's like, but I'm I'm back to jujitsu. We're doing jujitsu again. Now, granted, I have heard of a bunch of different gyms, uh, like people calling the cops and the health departments and that kind of stuff, really? and them coming in and shutting them down. Hmm. Um, as they're saying, oh, you're not following our guidelines. You're not six feet apart. You're not wearing masks. You're not doing all these things. Like, we're doing jujitsu. You can't do yeah. those things. You know? And it's like, we, we've been open for a little over two months, and not one person's gotten sick. You know, like, every, everything's fine at the gym. Like, coach cleans a lot more than he used to. Granted, he used to clean a lot, because... There's there's chances of staff and MRSA and some of those kind of really bad diseases. So you have to clean the mats and the walls and all that kind of stuff. You just have to. It, it is what yeah, it is. Sure. But it's like, but I've been just just doing that, and just trying to live my life, you know. And now that things are mostly open, there's some places I still can't go to because they're not open inside, maybe or yeah. what have you. But essentially, I can mostly go do the things that I would like to do. So it's it's I'm just trying to get back to a normal life, really.
1: So. Interesting. You bring up the the those the police going in and, sh- and shutting down gyms because. So I just like
0: you mentioned earlier. I just, mostly mostly people call the police. Yeah. Okay. But they, normally the police They're don't show. Okay. Up. All right. Granted, that did happen to my like uh, my weightlifting gym. Yeah. When all this stuff first went down, um, it's a private gym. It's not a public gym, so you have to have like key codes to get in. It's a pretty small membership base, and when all this stuff first happened, they said, "Okay, you know, we're going to stay open." It's members only. You're not allowed to bring any guests because sometimes you can bring guests and they can pay like a $7 drop-in fee and they can live with you and it's no big deal. If they're, you know, like maybe college kids in on vacation, like home on vacation or whatever, it doesn't matter, but you can bring people in. But then it was okay. Nobody can bring in guests. You know, there's no more than allowed to be 10 people there at one time. And granted, it's a huge space, a big open warehouse, basically. You know, so they were doing all those things. They made like a uh, sanitation station right when you came in with hand sanitizer and did all those kind of things. They said they provided a lot more like spray bottles. They, okay, wipe down the equipment before and after you use it. They put all these precautions in place trying to go along with what the governor was saying we should be doing. This is when it all first happened. And then, so we, we were still training. We were still lifting. We were still doing all those things. And then somebody called the cops. And literally, the police showed up and said, "You need to shut down."
1: Hmm.
0: You know, and they're saying, "Hey, we're we're doing all these things. We're we're staying ten feet apart. We're we're requiring people to sanitize all the equipment. We're we're limiting the numbers in here. We're trying to do all these things to make it so no one's going to get sick." Yeah, it's like, but we're also like wanting to still stay open and have our business. Like, sure, what's wrong with that? And literally, the police showed up and said, "No, you need to close." And they were they were afraid, so they closed. But they, like, along with a bunch of other gyms in you know, the Ohio area, they all banded together and sued the state and said, hey, we have the right to run our business. Like, We will comply with your mandates. We will do as much of this as we possibly can, yeah. but we're not just going to say, fuck you, and we're going to load it up with a thousand people and everybody's lifting weights and you know hanging out. We're doing like these big meets or whatever where there's hundreds and hundreds of people here. We're not doing that. We're yeah. just allowing our customers to come in and utilize uh, like, our space. And and they ended up winning the lawsuits they were allowed to open before a lot of the other gyms were allowed to open. You know, I like think the, the other gyms were were open like in a, a month later or something like that. But it it took them going to court to be able to do that. You know, so yeah, sometimes the police do show up for that stuff. But I think a lot of times now it's like the, somebody calls the police and the police, 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 uh, either call the health department or show up with the health department yeah. or whatever, and they just say, "No, you need to shut down." And most people are afraid, and they don't want to stand up to that, so they just shut down because they're afraid of getting their licenses pulled or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then lose their livelihood.
1: Well, well, when I was on vacation, um, it was mandatory. The first place that was the first place I had been because Ohio hadn't gone to mandatory masks yet, but uh, it was mandatory masks everywhere except on the beach. Um, Even outdoors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All public places, you know, so like on like the boardwalks and stuff like that. And I got to say, like, you know, probably 95, 90, 95% of people were wearing masks. Not, you know, not a lot of them wearing them correctly. You know, a lot of people had them over their nose and stuff. But, you know, a couple observations, though. One is like the rules don't make any sense because, I mean, what are they really doing? Because if you can wear them on the beach, but you can't wear them a couple, you know, dozen feet up on the boardwalk. Like, is that really... And you're allowed to wear them as long as you have something to drink or eat. So you could people just walk around with like a Gatorade bottle in front of their mouth with their mask down. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, if it looks like you're drinking, then you don't have to have a mask on, even if you're in a public place. Yeah. Um. But another thing I noticed was uh, the cops and they were there, you know, patrolling and walking around. But they really had zero interest in enforcing, Um. you know. People having math. I think I saw. Well, whole- dare
0: I say, they have more important things. Yeah, to
1: like the whole time I was there, I think I saw one cop who who was just he was basically just walking. Like the he had like the thousand yard stares. He's just like walking down the boardwalk, like please put your mask up, please put, you know please put your mask. up. Never stopping, never looking anybody in the face, just constantly just walking in a line, staring straight ahead. You know he didn't want anything to do with any type of confrontation. He didn't want anything to do with making anybody upset. He was just you could tell he did not. He, he, like you said, he had better things to be doing right now. He did not care, but you know, um, it is what it is. And I, you know, I, I got used to it. I didn't, you know, just it's nothing to bitch about. It's just, um, but it, it was, uh, it was interesting to kind of see just generally how people accepted it and, and, and how the police felt about it. Cause I kind of expected them to be, cause I know with like the parking tickets down there, they're like, they're like the Gestapo. I mean, it's, you you do not. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I figured it was going to be like a nightmare down there. Um, you know, pull my mask down under my nose or whatever for a few seconds. And but no, not at all. So that that's kind of that's kind of encouraging. At least knowing that like you're ne- you're never going to get law enforcement on 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 board with really enforcing this the way that that somebody might want it to be enforced. And hopefully it, never, it doesn't even come to that. It sure as hell better not come to that where. You know, you've got people. You got people writing tickets for people not wearing masks. I sure hope it does. not uh, Well,
0: there's there's fines involved if you don't wear masks right now. So, like, where else are those fines going to come from unless the police are there to, to write a ticket? Yeah, the health know. department's not going to write you a ticket. They don't have the jurisdiction yeah. to do that.
1: Well, speaking of the health department, um, I we had our first we had our first positive case at my work. Um, we had an employee test positive. Um. So obviously that that, that caused um, a lot of great nervous, you know, we had to contact the health department. Thankfully, this person had only been there one day, asymptomatic, and then t- took a week off and I guess caught it from her sister apparently while she was off and um, then ended up getting tested. And so we had to call the health department and we had to call, you know, clients as well that had been in the building. And, you know, obviously you expect the worst, but to be honest, people couldn't have been more chill about it. You know, we had everything professionally cleaned over the weekend or, you know, this weekend and stuff. So um, everything detailed. Um, but other, otherwise, you know, I mean, I was expecting some freak outs, some employee freak outs and whatnot, because you just never know. You don't ever you never know how people are going to react. When, exactly. If it hits close to home. Basically. No, we we had
0: the same thing at our office. We got pulled into our, our shop because there's big garage doors on either side. So they figured it'd probably be safer. Granted, I mean. W- w- yeah whatever it's not safe either way it doesn't matter right yeah like the, the virus doesn't give two shits about whether you're inside or outside or well actually i have heard some people say that the uv lights do kill it so that's that's yeah. a good thing but who knows if it's true or not there's so much yeah, misinformation. who knows anything i know there's man. so much misinformation and bullshit out there you don't know nothing what's is going true on. everything is true it's i don't know what's going on but but they, they pulled us into the shop and they said hey just so you know the this you know the president's son tested positive so anybody who's been in close contact with him needs to work from home for the next two weeks, yeah, fourteen days or whatever you know, to to just be safe and do whatever. So you can come back to work if you provide us a a negative test, you know, from you know whoever you can get yeah. tests from nowadays. I don't fucking know, um, but they were they were like just freaking out, like oh my god, what's going on? And like everybody's gossiping and oh holy shit, what's like that's what was my biggest nothing's fear. gonna happen. Like yeah. we're gonna be fine. Like here, like that
1: was my biggest fear was not that it had not the not the diagnosis, but the the potential hysteria that could follow. Yeah. And thankfully it, it, it was, it just wasn't there and gave me a little bit of hope. Well, I, th- I think hope. I think
0: now that we're months into it, I think people are a lot less afraid of it. I would, I would it. hope so, man. Yeah. I would hope so. The, the numbers just don't support what everyone was so worried about in the beginning, like, which is, which is a good thing. If it's obviously not as bad as they thought it was going to be, that's a good thing for us.
1: I, I went literally yesterday. I met my, I went to my daughter's dance recital and this is like her, She's twelve, and this is like her eighth year, seventh or eighth year. So she's been doing it since she could pretty much walk, oh, or a little after that. But um, and she's got to have this, you know. Instead of having it in a nice auditorium, we're outside, ninety-five degrees. She's doing tap on a fucking wooden stage, so you know you can't hear anything. And it's like thinking, like all you know, all this money and time, and it's like this is this is what she gets for it. For what? I mean. I, I hate to sound, I hate to sound like a super redneck here, but it's like, like I said before, it's like, you know, w- at some point, there, there are real consequences to people, you know, missing, the, you know, my, my poor freaking mom, like, we haven't got to like, she, she hasn't got to hug her grandkids in like almost six months. Like, that has an effect on people. Whether you want to say, well, we can tough it out and, you know, it's just about keeping everybody safe and my mom's, the, my mom knows, she needs, she's one of the ones at risk. She's, one of the ones that we're all wearing the masks to protect. She's one of those people, um, but it kills her. You know, it's like she. This is not
0: like you know. It, it's it's. Um, but but here's the thing though, is like because my mom is in the same boat. Yeah, like she is. Like when you when you go down the list of things that make you more susceptible, it's like she's checking all those boxes, and she don't care. You know, and it's like, but the thing is, like. She's listened enough that she'll stay home. She yeah. won't go out and be running around and doing stuff she shouldn't be doing. Granted, she doesn't do a lot of that anyway because she's not in good health. So, no, so like dad goes to the store and like you know she doesn't really go out so much. She's retired now. Uh, she's got like um, like a luncheon that she goes to like with a bunch of people she graduated high school from, and they get together every week. You know, I think she goes to like Bible study once a week, and then she volunteers at the Red Cross to to get out of the house and to see people and just interact with people, right? So she's not just a hermit stuck at home, right? But she's not doing any of that right now because, you know, it's like it's it's not super safe to do that for her, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. And I go over to see her because she's like, I haven't seen you while. You need to come over. Like, okay. So I come over and it's like, I've not been wearing masks and I've been going for work. And I've, I've been in, in and out of like big industrial places and prisons and been around people. And I know I've probably come in contact at some point with people who are positive. It's just, it's just going to happen. I'm going to jujitsu. I'm doing, I'm doing these things. You know, and it's like, and I go over to see her and like, she wants to give me a hug. You know, and I always tell her, it's like, I've got cooties. I could, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I don't care. You know like but that's her choice and she gets sure. to make that choice yeah. so if if your mom wants to hug the grandkids like hug the grandkids if well, she chooses it's, to it's here's the thing and and here's
1: the problem it's like I can't I I can't tell her that she should do that because one I know if I'm going to one concede that the virus is real which obviously we've already done numerous times it's not some hoax so we know the virus is real I know that my mom is one of probably would be one of the most at-risk people for this. So if I know both those things, it's like I could, on a on on my own hunch, be like, look, mom, we don't have it. You'll be fine. Hug. You. I could say that to her. But at the same time, it's like if I believe the other things to be true, in good faith, can I? Is it worth it? And that's I kind of put that down on my notes here. Is that's the that's the most frustrating thing about this whole thing is we'll never know the common the common man like you and I will never know if this was all worth it. We'll never know because we'll never, we don't know, We'll. I'm not trying to be Mr. Conspiracy Guy here, but we'll never know the real death numbers. I mean, we know we've got all these beds that were supposed to be filled with people that were never filled with people. We've got, like I said, everything like just, it's just, if, if, we, if I was going to tell you back when all this broke in March, this is where we would be here numbers wise, but like at the same time, this is what we had given up. You know, it's like, is it all worth it? I mean, if we get a vaccine in the next few months and, you know, things slowly start rolling back, maybe we can look back at this and say, you know, maybe we learned some things here and there were some good and some bad. But, you know, at some point, you know, at some point, at some point, you get to a point where it's not worth it. It could be 10 years from now, but at some point you're going to get to that line where everything you've given up, everything you've sacrificed, everything that this world has tried to build for the last, you know, since the industrial age, if you want to give all that up to try to save, what are you? You know, what are you ultimately saving people for?
0: But you also have to consider the other aspect of this. It's not just the people who are going to die from the virus; it's the people who are going to die from the consequences of shutting down the economy. Oh, sure, yeah. So I'm saying it's I mean, like, look, look at suicides. Yeah. Look at drug addictions. Look at uh, what just depression in general, yeah, like all those things. Every one of you those fight, are going to go because up because you
1: know what you can't do anymore. You can't tell somebody to just have hope. Sometimes that used to maybe be enough, but now it's like, what do you, what can you tell somebody to, to, that's lost everything and all, and whenever they try to express their, their contempt for what's happening, they get shamed. They get told that they're not, that they don't, they don't care about, they don't, they don't care about their fellow man. That that, that all they care about is, uh, is money and, or, um, what, whatever else, you know, it's like at, at some point. What people do in their life matters. It becomes, it becomes a part of them. It becomes part of their identity. People that have built things, people that have, you know, it, it, it's, it, that's, not just, that's not just things that people do. Like that becomes a part of their identity. And when you just take it all away, it's almost like losing – I, I would imagine for some of these people, it's probably like losing a spouse. Could you imagine having a restaurant, family restaurant for like 30, 40 years and now it's gone? I mean, that's for nothing. You did wrong. That's going to have the same like you you think that person's just going to say, oh, you know, like, well, you should be able to, you know, get through it like the rest of us. Like, okay, that's I guess if that's fine. But like, why? Why is why are those people that 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 want that 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 demand so much compassion in certain areas have so little compassion for people that 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 feel differently about this? People have been impacted differently um
0: that's an excellent question that nobody's going to answer <coughs> yeah. for obviously
1: and, it, and it's one of those things that just makes it hard to take a firm stand because you know it, you're watching you know you're watching you, you, you see people get sick and die but then you also see people get stripped of everything they've built and commit suicide might as well might as well be or, dead. Or, might as well be dead. or get addicted to alcohol yeah.
0: and ruin their marriage or do exactly whatever. I mean, so there's gonna be lots of consequences from all these shutdowns. yeah do you
1: really want to be somebody who plants a flag on one of those fucking sides of the aisle i don't want to be one of those people i don't want to be one of those people that say that at the expense of that group what we're doing is okay because it i think that makes you a madman I mean, it's madness uh, and i don't want any part of it um and so i may never i may never i may be on my deathbed someday and never have lived a day where i have a firm stance on this virus and this everything that's going on i mean i there are days when i wake up and i think we're i think the government's puppeting us and we're being played and this is all just some big you know conditioning test so you know we're going to Keeping everybody away from each other. They're getting everyone used to having no contact. They're going to, they are trying to destroy the family. They're trying to destroy physical connection. They're trying to destroy legacy. They're trying to destroy the economy. They're trying to destroy, you know, everything systemic because everything that's every, systemic has all of a sudden become a pejorative. It's a bad word. Everything that's got us at this point all of a sudden is bad and they're trying to tear it all away. Well,
0: I don't think they're trying to tear it away. I think it boils down to what you said uh, earlier.
1: I mean, a very small percentage of people are most definitely, have you seen the Portland? I mean, you know the shit show is going on there. I mean, those are people trying to trying to tear it all down. They, and the reason is, like I said earlier, they have nothing to lose. They are the have-nots. They don't have good jobs. They have nothing in the savings. They have no assets. They have no family. They have no children. Okay? All they have is exactly what's in front of them at yes, any given time. But these
0: are people in society who are trying to tear down the society they yeah. live in because they don't think it's fair. Yes. Right, but we're not talking about and that. it's all though. fucking white people Born, right now, too, you know, which There's, is the funny there's a lot of that. But we're not talking about those people. What we're talking about right here are the, are the government officials who are shutting down everything and telling us what we need to do to be safe and what's best for us instead of allowing us to make the decision. In my mind, what they should be doing is making recommendations and allowing people to make their own judgments. But what you said earlier about power and the cops having power i think that's what's going on more right now because power plays right now it's like look at this in ohio like six months ago nobody gave two fucks about the wine i bet you half of the the state couldn't have said who the governor was nobody knew but now everybody knows and he's a household name and he does not want to give that up i think that's what's going on so instead of saying hey like what he should have done is come out and say hey there's this bad thing coming. We've been told, here's what's going on. Here's recommendations we have. We don't know what's going on. But instead, now they're the experts. This is what's happening. That's what you need to do. This is what's going on. And now they're relevant, and they're in the news, and it's amazing for Self-preservation,
1: them. Self-preservation, man. If he's not that guy, then he becomes shamed for not being that guy. But here's the thing, he though. He gets shamed by, by everyone else
0: who is that guy. I get it. But the problem with that is, is no matter what you do, it's a lose-lose battle. Oh, yeah. Because... Oh. There's... no no matter what you do half of the country is going to be mad at you yeah. cuz they're so divided between this left right bullshit
1: yeah dude I, there's such it's and i know this is like beating a dead horse with another dead horse but like, <laughs> <laughs> the derangement is so real and i and like we talked about before it is not just and it's not just hyperbole it's both sides it's, it's you it's dude i can't stand it from either from either side i really can't take it like just, I just, I get so easily triggered just by um, people and their, like, I decided to become a member of my neighborhood, my, 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 the city I live in, the, my neighborhood Facebook page, where, you know, if you get on there, neighbors talk about what's going on in the neighborhood, you know, yard sales, blah, 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 new businesses, suggestions, dude, these neighborhoods, this has become a a, a Gettysburg-level battlefield of just people, you know, left and right, just like a fucking – shooting two cannonballs at each other. Like, it, you would think that I was living in, like, North and South Korea. I mean, <laughs> that's how hard these people I live with are just going at each other all day about how shitty – these other people's beliefs are and how they're going to literally destroy the country and how they're literally fucking children in their basement. Like there's like there's no punches being held back. I mean, there's just haymaker after haymaker. These people that probably live and work with each other, you know, or neighbors with each other and they get on social media. But unfortunately,
0: that's the, the horror that is social media that I truly believe is bringing down society because on social media, it gives everyone a voice. But unfortunately, not everyone deserves a voice, right? (laughs) Everyone has the right to one. I believe that. And this is a free country and you're allowed to speak your mind and that's fine. But some of it isn't really well deserved. And let's be honest, most of it's dog shit. But the problem with social media is that there's no repercussions for their statements. So they can say these things from the safety of their own phone as they're sitting on the shitter going through Facebook and do these things, right? But... Uh, Andy Stump talks about this a lot, and I, and I love his stance on it, and And he says that I, I treat everything with the elevator test. It's like, would I say this in an elevator to another person? And if the answer is no, then perhaps you shouldn't say it.
1: Yeah, I can definitely say there are things being said that would not be going down in well, the Well, exactly, elevator.
0: because they're not worried about getting punched <laughs> in the face. Like, when you're with someone, you have to worry about them actually physically hitting you, so you don't say a bunch of stupid shit, but... Again, when they're on social media and there's no repercussions for their statements, they can say whatever the fuck they want to, and it's just ridiculous. Well, and the, the problem is, it, it's not. I don't know how much of a problem it's. At least for me,
1: it's like I feel like I feel like a, a wanderer with no with no home because I can't stay I can't relate to either of these people. You know, either of these these two sides going at war with each other. I can't relate to it. Like, and I feel like I have like there's. There's nowhere for like me to lay my head when it comes to like it, 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 unless it's just individual people that I happen to stumble upon and we share views and thankfully you know you're one of those guys where you know I think we agree on a lot of you know I would say a, a majority of things we probably agree on so and to me that's that's all just you know that was that's nothing you plan out it's no. not like anything you exchange resumes over it no. just you just discover it over time
0: but if we have disagreements we can agree to disagree yeah sure and we can have the conversation. And I'm not trying to change your mind. You're not trying to change my mind. We can just agree to disagree and move forward. We can still love each other. It's no big deal.
1: Yeah, it's like I feel that um, you're it. It, it can't be good for the human psyche to to accept the fact that regardless of whether you think you're right, that half the people that you will ever meet think that you're insane and they hate you. Like I could not like. You, I mean, I mean, imagine just being somebody who's just flat out like a MAGA dude, or like just one of these um, Cretans, you know, on the far left. You know, you 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 might you get so wrapped up in 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 your own people, your own tribe. Like, does it affect? You? I mean, what does that do to your brain to know that you're despised by half the people you'd ever meet? You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't either think either secretly or I don't think they worry about it because that's they, what I'm saying. I don't because think they, they dis- do.
0: They literally dismiss them as people. Yeah.
1: So I'm saying it has to have it has to have a real damaging effect on the brain. Like you do. You have to start... You start viewing people as less than people. Yeah. They they become. Um, they just they become obstacles. You know they they're dehumanized. Yes, and that's a big thing. Then that's where that's what this what this culture war is. That's what it, that's going to be the major fallout from this is going to be just how dehumanized one side. That's when that's when that's when the shooting starts. Okay, that's when like that's when you start to see like literal civil war level shit. I would imagine is when you have dehumanized the other side to the point of if we do not kind of the way that like Islam looks at like Christianity, like. It's our duty. Like we are here to get rid of them. Like that's why we were put on this earth so we can cleanse, you know, get rid of the, 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 hippo, the you know, the, the heretics, which are the Christians. Like that's what you're looking at here is where you're going to be looking for one side. It's no longer, let's reach around. Let's reach, let's give a reach around. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's no longer giving a reach around to the other guy on the other aisle. It's wipe him out before he can wipe you out, you know, at any cost. That's, and that's where you're at. I just... I, it's just a, it's a depressing feeling, and I I hate that I succumb to it so much and 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 get involved in it. But it's that I guess what do they call it like the fear of missing out or the FOMO? The FOMO. I feel like if I if I don't even if I know I'm gonna hate it, if I don't see it, then I it just I can't. It makes me anxious. I have to know. I have to know. Like, and it's it, my God. I, it's like one of those things you just wish you could you could lobotomize your brain and just reset that connect that synapse in your brain that just makes that connection that where you feel like you have to find out what's going on you f- you have to find something to get upset about or something to worry about um it's it, it, I, and I, I i i think i don't understand the point i don't know if it's like it's not really a desire to be educated i'm not gonna i'm not lying to myself like it's not like i i'll look at this stuff and like go do research or read books about it to I just, all I just look at it and either get mad or I get like pompously like happy, you know, regardless (laughs) of what it is, you know, I'll either smirk or I'll get fuming. There's no further research done. There's no like, I I, I see it and then I forget it. And five minutes later, it's out of my brain. You know, I came when I I came, my brain got what it needed there for whatever psychotic reason. And then I move on to whatever the next distraction is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not 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 something I dwell on, but the problem with me is it's like getting shot. It's like death by a thousand cuts, you know. I'm just getting shot with BBs, you know, continuously, and it just, you know, it, it it wears on you worse than just, you know. That's why I think some of these people just go at each other with nothing but haymakers because it's the only way to process the the anger and the rage, I guess that that,
0: that swells up and um, I well, to me, those people are cowards, and it's like if you can't sit down and have a logical discussion yeah. with someone else. And again, you can have wildly different ideas and beliefs and everything else and that and that should be okay. But if you can't sit down and have an actual discussion without raising your voice, without raising your temper, it's like, that's, it's just, it's ludicrous to And that's, me. and that's, I mean, that's the long
1: and short of maybe why I took a little time off because I agree. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's, it's the like, same reason yeah. why I
0: basically, you know, stayed off social media. Yeah. It's not originally why the reason why I got off it originally. You know, like, like, you know that. Like, we've talked about that. I'm not willing to share that here on the podcast. But it's like, for personal reasons for myself, I needed to get off to kind of clear my head. And the more I was away from it, the more I realized, like, I don't miss the bullshit. Sure, yeah. You know? Why would you? And, like, and, I, and I've, I've stayed away from it for a couple of years now. And, like, yeah, I, I do miss, like, seeing uh, certain friends that it was, like, the only way we really stayed in touch yeah. was Facebook or this or that. And, like, there's some of that that I do have a little bit of FOMO for. Like like fear of missing out for that, but but my mental state is so much better. Sure, without a lot of that garbage being be? thrown at me, especially because like with Facebook's algorithm, like they're trying to get you upset because if they can get you upset, then they'll know that you'll engage more. and if you engage more, they can sell more ads, and they can make more money. You know, because, like, I, I used to get so mad because I used to want to get on there to just see what my friends were posting. I don't care what they liked. I don't care what they commented on. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't care yeah. what you think I want to see. Like, I just want to see what they posted so I can look at it for 10 minutes and I can get off. And if I want to comment on something or see what my friends are doing, like, that, that's amazing. You know, that's that's a great way to use technology. But it became very toxic for me. and I would spend way too much time on there. And I would see a bunch of stupid shit that I didn't want to see that I don't care about. Yeah. So I just I needed to get away from it. So I completely understand where you're coming from with with that. It's like, but, you know, I I mean I've heard this from other people. They believe a civil war is coming and the the country's so divided and you know, like if Trump gets reelected then oh, like everybody's going to lose their fucking minds and people're going to protest and like burn down cities well, and are... or if he doesn't get elected like if Biden gets elected then then oh my god then he's going to claim that it was a, a farce and and the militia is going to come up and surround the white house to keep Biden from coming in and taking the inauguration and they're like no people that's not going to happen nah, i
1: don't i don't i don't see that second scenario at all i don't trump I'll just say that if he loses, man, I hope he just i hope he just go just
0: lo just go man just his just, his ego is too big to allow him I, to walk away.
1: I'm starting to want I don't think he wants to win, I don't think he wants to i think he's trying to like he might be trying to burn it all down on the way out right now. I don't know um he so he just but i what I do see happening if he does win though is Portland times twenty or thirty right now. I could see it in every major city um i mean where They've gone from burning down municipal buildings. Now they're going for federal buildings, and that's of course where Trump's drawn the line. And people, you know, they call, you know, they, they want to say that Trump you know, has got his his secret police or his stormtroopers or whatever. It's like, look, when you attack federal property, you're going to get a federal response. Okay, I just one, once again, I just the, the 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 if I was a black person. I would say, what the fuck are you doing? Like this was supposed to be about us, and now you got five hundred white people trying to burn down a courthouse. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like? I, it, it, I don't. It's it's. I'm a yeah. I, I I can't get too upset about that, but like it's. Well,
0: here's the thing. Uh, I don't agree with you at all i don't believe that we're gonna have portland times 30 i don't believe it's gonna happen because (laughs) no 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 i know you're shocked right now but the police chief in that area made his police stand down because he didn't want to be too rough or didn't want to get bad press or who knows i don't know but that's a bullshit move If you come into my city and I'm the police chief and you're going to take over an area and start like like criminalizing these things like defacing property and taking people's businesses and and homes like away from like being being open and free as as they are in my regular city. Like, no, that's bullshit. I'm going to send in the police and we're going to shut you down. If you're going to come through in March and protest, you have the right to do that. That's no problem. The problem is, though, is that they the the, the riot and the
1: protests are. They're stitched together right now. There's that, no. That's, it's that's, not like okay, protesters
0: over here and rioters over on this side of the street. And I understand They're that stitched together. But when you have that happening, like because I've heard of lots of stories of of protesters stopping people from destroying yeah, property and doing those sure. things and bringing the police and allow them to be arrested because they want to have their word out and that's that's amazing that's what should be happening as good citizens you know in your society but as, as soon as you come over and start to like take over this area and say this is our area now the police can't come in that's horse shit i'm sending the cops and we're shutting you down if you're going to walk through the streets and protest that's fine so not many other places are going to allow that to happen like good luck in texas yeah, go to Texas and do that and see how that how that works out for you. Like, you're all gonna get arrested.
1: Okay, like, I can't like like I really can't debate like I guess ultimately what is a hypothetical right now. I just have a very sincere feeling that like dark, some deep dark shit will go down. Like, I'm talking like you know. Well, I guess that wouldn't happen. I mean, I no. I mean, I, it, it. Okay. If do do you? F- well, obviously you wouldn't. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, if, if the Fed show up with live rounds with live ammunition, like it could go, you know, it. Or if these militias show up, you know, and decide to finally, you know, like these uh, not fucking around coalition or whatever. Like if they decide to do some business, I mean. They will get squashed in a hard. They will, but what do you think? That's the end of it, then? You think it's everyone's like, well, we learned our lesson. That's the end here's, of that. process here's, here's the thing. No, right. it's going
0: to be a war. Now, here's the thing. People have been talking about this forever, right? And you got Billy Bob who's sitting out in the woods, who's uh, like voting for Trump and is super excited. That that I do honestly have friends that are are worried about them going to Washington with their militia friends or doing whatever and starting some shit, and, like allowing blood to like happen in the streets you know it's like in the greatest republic you know in the world's yeah. ever seen essentially you know and they they worry that that's going to happen i'm like that's that that's a possibility sure but if if you are a militia and, and you think that you're going to rise up against the government that's adorable all right yeah i'm not uh, first of worried all worried about winning. The they've, they've got they've got helicopters <laughs> yeah. right they've got tanks like you're like your little a, like ar15 ak47 isn't going to do shit son all right let's be real honest here but that should not be like the war here like this is a war of information all right so if you want to change how things are going on you need to have better ideas like only well, only your better ideas are we only have until
1: november ideas. to figure out those
0: ideas no because, because that, that's horse shit because no matter who wins that election if it even happens who the fuck knows at this point <laughs> okay. right like if like whoever wins that election, half of the country is going to be irate. Yeah, not, but not, there's a, there's a not difference. Not a little though. mad. There's a difference.
1: Irate. No, because when Republicans lose and we get mad, you know what we do? We create like talk shows and shit like that. that about <laughs> it. Okay, that's what they do. All right. When liberals get mad and when someone takes away their toys,
0: they protest. They, the they, burn, they burn it down. No, no rioters burn it down. People just want to protest. The, the, prote- the
1: protesters aren't the far-left jobs I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fucking, like, you're your equivalent to your guy rolling down the street with, you know, a Trump flag and a Confederate flag and, you know, a gun rack in the back of his truck. I'm talking about his, the antithesis of this guy on the left. You know, the person who... These, all these, these little scrawny white kids that are burning down Wendy's and shit like that because they think that they're helping... They're just George Floyd. Come they're to just they're just mad at the world and don't know justice. how to handle it. That's my point. They're have-nots. They have nothing to lose. So if you could somehow, and that's the thing, is you're never going to get a system where people don't have where there where there's just going to be have-nots. And because we're not going, because if you want, I guess if you want to go communism, then we can all be have-nots. I guess if you're talking about just pure equality, um, but you're always going to have have-nots, and they're always going to want to pout. And they're going to want to, um, you know, they're going to want to destroy. Because they know they have no ability to build. They don't have the resources to build. They don't have the they don't have the means to do anything to build anything up. So all they have left is to destroy and hope that they can live in the ashes. Basically, um, and I think the issue is why you know where do you see you know, where are all these kids at? Well, they're you know, most of them are. They're either coming from a position of literally being ha- not having a lot, or they're in a position where they don't. They've had so much. They've had it so easy. They have. They've had. They have so little understanding of a real world struggle. Because most of these kids telling you how to live right now on Twitter, most of them are twenty twenty years old. Like I. I'm sorry. Even if you got great advice, even if you got the cure for cancer in your pocket, I don't fucking want it from a 20-year-old. Nope. Okay. And trust me. And I only know that because I was 20 once and I was a stupid motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember how dumb I was. And when I'm 60, 20. I'll say what a dumb fucking 40-year-old I was. Okay. Hopefully. That's the way it works. Some people um, stop learning though. So but you-, you ain't no 20-year-old going to tell me to defund the American, you know, the police department. I'm sorry, 25-year-old. Sean, I'm not defunding the police department because you really feel strongly about it, dog. Okay? (laughs) Motherfucker. Um, But that's another thing, too. It's like defunding the police. Like, okay, if you want to say demilitarize demilitarize the police, all right, let's have a conversation. We'll talk about that. Defund the police. Okay, that's like saying, like, hmm, uh, um, we still haven't found a cure for cancer. In fact, cancer is getting worse. Well, you know what we should do? less cancer research we need to do less cancer research and less fundraisers no wrong when something's not performing or when you're falling behind you need to you need to increase investment so you can get it right okay spend the time and the resources to get it right and i remember we talked with Jake with a, with an actual police officer who was like well that's dumb because he goes you can't ever you can't spend your way out of a problem and i'm and i'm thinking well Okay. Ultimately, you might be right there. Yeah, maybe just throwing more money at the police department is is not a good thing to do. It depends
0: but, on how you're yeah, utilizing the yeah. money. But
1: at some point, you know, if you want to understand what the what the direction of the whole idea is, is that is to not defund the police, but to improve the police, to evolve them into something better than what they are. Not to just rip away. To, I mean, what do you? What's the end game? What? What is look? I'm the first one to tell you. That America needs less laws. We need we need less stupid little laws and less people nitpicking over little things. We want to do and if we want to collect rainwater or if we want to have a satellite. Di- we need a lot. We can get rid of a lot of these stupid ass little laws. Okay, but what honestly is the end game to abolishing the police? Because there are people that have said abolish the police and not just defund it. Okay, and the people that do say defund it, they actually just mean abolish it. They just don't have the stones to say it. What's the end game? I mean, really? I mean. Have you seen what's going on out there, you know? I mean, not to sound like the fucking joker or anything, but like it's not it's not it's not pretty out there. Like, I'm glad to know that um at least not 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 that I can call a cop whenever I need to and he can come and rescue me, but I at least like to know that there's a general like um authority. There's just a general acceptance of authority out there. Like, I mean, yeah, it's always it's cool when you're young to say fuck authority. And you know this and that, and, and and I used to draw anarchy shit all over all my folders in high school, thinking I was a bad. Look, you get to a point where like you need to have a general aura of authority and structure in society. You just have to have it. I'm sorry, we haven't proved to be able to do it otherwise. It's what we've got so far. Is well, human we, we
0: can look at history to where places like that exist that don't have the overarching structure of of police and a, and a just police. And yeah, I mean, th- you, those places are not places you'd want to live. Yeah,
1: do you really want martial law, or do you, do you really want Billy Bob and his arsenal to decide who's breaking a law and who's not? Well, that's the problem. Is like you, you'd get into little warlords, and whoever exactly. has the most weapons, yeah, just gonna, like what happened. In the, yeah, just like what happened in Chaz in the like the the, the, the week that it was open. Um, yeah, you had the guys with the guns took the power. Hey, Big we, surprise. We, we talked about this a, Max, a lot last life.
0: week with uh, Agent Tom and Jeff Wilson. Yeah. You know, like it's, great podcast. It's, it starts with the community. Mm-hmm. we need to get the police involved in the community we need to get the community involved with the police and then laws need to be yeah. given justly to everyone yeah. like that your people in power and your people you're without like all of us need to be like according to like people to go according to the law and if not there needs to be consequences period people don't get you know free free pass because they're a governor or whatever it doesn't matter it's like these are the laws you you agree with them but i also agree with what you're saying is that I believe that a lot of these lawmakers should be getting rid of old laws and stupid laws that yeah. make no sense. Like they shouldn't just be yeah, they, writing new yeah, bills and more laws exactly. and more shit. They should be getting rid of a bunch of the old shit. I
1: think people will like it's it's you know the same thing with your kids. You know you give your kids a little bit of freedom and sometimes if you get the right type of kids they'll flourish with it. You know you can't you know you can't sit and and just try to police and helicopter your kids or like a society you know, you can't, it just, because it all it does is make everybody tense. And that's what you have right now is a real tense population. That's a, real, that's a great way to describe yeah. how people feel right now. Everyone's very tense. It's just tense. Um, you know, and um, it, it's it's just one of those things that's just magnified by just the overall derangement that, that people feel toward. Like you can't demonize, you cannot get into a, a situation where a society is going to demonize Those the people policing it, the people putting their lives on the line to police it. You can demonize the shitty ones. You can demonize them all you want. Put them to death if they deserve it. Okay, do it. But you can't. And look, I'm not some sort of great historian by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I can't really recall a society that has dismantled their 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 power structure and their um uh justice structure and then just rebuilt it from the ground up based on they what, don't what because the, a, what people a dictator what comes 20 year olds, in and runs it yeah that's like, what happens it doesn't like where there's all these things everybody wants to try but there's no path to get there and then there's no end game once you're there and these are also
0: people who don't understand the history of how society has worked
1: in the past they look at it as anything different is progress if it's different it's progress the the, the concept yeah the concept of regression doesn't have any type doesn't have any meaning to some people They just feel like if it's different, it must be progress. That's ludicrous. Just ludicrous. It it Yeah, it is. And you know, it's ludicrous that I mean here you had a fucking cop who had a bad day. Okay, you had a cop who had a bad day and and, I think it's a little more than that, sir. Okay, you had an asshole cop, okay? And where does this lead? You trickle all the way down and now you're gonna tell me I gotta change my baseball team's gotta change their name. And it's all a result. It's all, and you say, oh, well, the Indians have talked, you know, they t- there's been always talk about it. But, like, no one's ever been so eager to bend the knee right now to these, to to social justice right now. Where everybody can't wait to bend the knee. Who can bend it harder? And it's like, all this is only happening because of that man's actions. I mean, it's like, what a fucking prick, man. Like, to, and, and that's, I think, something that, like, that's the issue, is it even what little power he, or Whatever type of power he thought he wielded at that time, like, wasn't any, wasn't even a percent of what you can see the actual power one person can wield. I mean, the dude has literally, that, that man's actions, okay, his evil brain, and that, and, and those, and those other, the guys who sat and watched, who might even be worse than the guy who did it. But, um, look at the, those actions and what they have led to. It's like, At what point are you clouding the issue? Are you totally polluting it with so many other causes? And oh, let me tack my cause onto it. Let me, you know, everybody's running up to try to get a little piece of the knee bending, and it's now you're at the point now where, like I said, you don't see you're not seeing black people at these at these protests. You know, every you're not seeing them trying to burn down these buildings, and it's it's the white people that either they're either living with some sort of. just an an intense amount of guilt, i guess. I don't know or like you said maybe it's just plain old anger. That the 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 anger that comes with not being able to make a difference, to not having anything, not having a legacy, to feeling inconsequential, to feeling like your life doesn't matter, to having nothing to lose. That's what you get. Destruction. You get meaningless destruction. Destruction's not going to lead anywhere. What'd you get from all this? You got a couple sports teams changing their name, okay? You got some people sitting, kneeling on the National Anthem. Now, what did you really achieve after all After all of this that we've done? What have you gotten? Everything except what the people asked for. A little bit of justice, and you've given them everything else. All this other fucking horse shit. All these other ca- weak causes and distractions. Fuck all of it.
0: Anyway. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of a rant there, sir. Well, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Um. So, uh, yeah.
0: Any other things you want to talk about? Say? I mean,
1: like I don't know. L- looking at your list, there, things yeah, you wanted you know, to bring up. Yeah, you got some, you know, some some little small stories about you know some possible child trafficking and you know Illuminati bullshit and you know all that stuff. But who really wa- who really has time for anything like that, right? Um, although i will say the more things like the more the conspiracies start to like old conspiracies start to like reveal their head as being like rooted in truth being revealed as truth now speak oh my god i can't believe i almost forgot to bring this up (laughs) have you seen what the pentagon has said about ufos yeah like Just like as recently as like yesterday or the day before? No, not yesterday. I heard it like a few months ago. No, no. Oh, yeah. Where they had the tapes, right?
0: Well, like it basically came out like, yeah, we had these. But I've heard that. So they released a tape. I'd already heard that for months. I already know about it. They literally came out and quoted, said, quote,
1: we have recently uh, acquired a vehicle that was not made on this earth. How much more black and white can you be right there, people? I mean, what else do you want? Like when you've got – I mean – First of all, what a weird time to drop all this knowledge because it's not going to get near the recognition that it needs. That's
0: why they put it out now because it kind of gets brushed I, off a, a, in the is side. Is it
1: really that simple? Anything oh, yeah. like you
0: know? well, oh, we'll just try to sneak if, this under the rug. Why if, would they say anything at all? Then? <laughs> if if you get into conspiracy theories and and you start looking back, this isn't even a conspiracy. No, no, theory no. Anymore. I just I understand that, but to most people, it is because they can't believe there's anything more than what yeah, it is here, sure. right? Because then it makes them question their own livelihood and God and religion and everything else. I mean, not it, me. I understand. But for most people, like it causes panic and everything else. I mean, again, to to quote one, one of my my favorite uh mentors and people who's been really influential in my life, you know, Agent J from Men in Black, you know, he said that like most people are smart. Like a person can be smart. You know, but people are dumb panicky creatures. Yes. So if 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 you let people know like the real truth, most people would freak out. So that's why a lot of these things are conspiracy theories. But also because let's be honest, most of them are bullshit, but unfortunately some of them end up being true. Yeah. That's just how that goes. But yes, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. But if you look back at any kind of huge thing in the in the news that goes crazy and all this and that, and oh my God, they're like CNN's covering this and Fox News is covering that and everyone's talking about, it. holy shit. If you look behind the scenes, okay, what's really going on right now? There's usually something big that's happening that they're covering up. That's yeah. kind of just how that goes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I got not to sound like a freaking, you know
1: talking meme but like that's oh, this whole thing with Epstein and like and then uh Maxwell you know his uh his GF and um now th- th- this fucking the the th- this <laughs> the Wayfair trafficking <laughs> child trafficking conspiracy like you got people in Hollywood that you know years ago talking about how Hollywood was run by pedophiles and how his pedophile rings and how it's run on the blood of children and all this shit and you look at and you listen to it, you're like that's fucking insane that person's high and I, it, there's shit going on out there that is dark, evil shit. People with like money and power. Mo- and I'm talking like not talking like your average money and po- money guy. I'm talking about guys who are like, you know, generationally wealthy, powerful to the point where you don't might even know their name. That's how powerful they are, you know, because they're the guys behind the guys, like. I think they're doing some evil shit with some of this money. I mean, there's there's definitely some dark shit going on. It, it's not all it can't. It's not all smoke. There's some fire there. What it is, will we ever find out? Probably not. The answer is no. That's the way it goes. Hundred percent. We're no. just we're just little pawns, and we'll we'll never find out. And you know, and one or two people will find out, and they'll scream it from the rooftops, and they'll either be, you know, they'll either die in their sleep, or people will just you they'll know, be labeled as nutjobs. Yeah, jobs labeled and nobody's nobody's gonna and, and, It's just how it goes. Yeah. Um. So that's that's all. I mean, I've never once in my life listened to an Alex Jones podcast or anything. Never once in my life. I know of him. I know like what he was. But I, I do find it that the fact that anybody that gets that, is, that got shut down as quickly as he got shut down, that made that just makes me more interested in the, in the stuff that he was peddling. As opposed to be now less interested.
0: We have to remember. Because if he was just peddling bullshit, they would have just let him peddle his no, bullshit. Here's, here's the thing, though. Is you have to remember. A person like Alec <laughs> Jones is, is a caricature. Yes, I like, don't like know much about him. He's doing what he's doing for ratings, and he's, he's playing a role. Yeah. All right, but the problem is, is that some of what he says is actually true, and it can be backed up. But most of what he says is horseshit. And it just it panders to his audience, and people love it, and they yeah. think that it, like the the man's out there shutting him down and keeping the truth from coming out. And like, granted, yeah, but off, then it happens though. No, like, but there okay. is some of that, and some of that is going to happen. Like, there's nothing you can do about. It. There is evil in this world that most people are not prepared for. Like when when you talk about child trafficking, you know, people think that oh, well, that's something that happens overseas and this and that. Oh, like,
1: man, that's
0: something so. that happens right here. And if you if you excuse me here, if you look into that you'll find that the the most stereo what do I want to say here how do I want to word this the stereotypical person who utilizes those rings to have sex with underage children boys and girls are white us males oh that's just how it works so like if you talk to a lot of police officers who go on these sting operations and they they put themselves in these kind of places where they can go in and a lot of times they'll they'll pay for these you know these girls or boys or whatever and they'll they'll go in and they'll talk to them and they'll get their trust and they'll basically be like undercover police going in like okay we're going to come in we're going to shut this down but they need to kind of work their way in and build trust and figure out how it all works and and it's you need you know middle class uh, to upper middle class white males to go in because that's that's the the people who are coming in and utilizing these services unfortunately you know and and i always suspected
1: this was the case and i wanted to just put an actual number to it i think kind of the reason i've always dismissed in the past sex trafficking stories is because they seemed too absurd Like looking at this, like 10, this is saying, I just, just Googled, this is in America, 10,000 children a year, they estimate are victims of sexual trafficking. So in my mind, that seems very low. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, my mind instantly just wants to read that and go, no, okay, keep scrolling, whatever. And (laughs) and you know, you know why it does that is because if you sit and think about that, like how do we talk about anything else? And the fact that how many people ever get brought up on charges? You don't ever see any big bust, like you, you know, some big like cartel bust, except for child. You don't ever see that like you do with drug busts. Like I feel like how, my mind cannot process that this isn't the only thing that we talk about. When I ten thousand kids a year, like how is that not a how is that not a story every single night on the news?
0: Every single night, morning, night, we wake up to it. We go to sleep to it. That's the only st- – what other story are we talking about here? Most people don't want to think that it's real, I know. that it happens in their state, in their, exactly. in their county, but it's like, in their city. And that's like
1: <laughs> – and that's kind of like – you know what? That's almost like one of – I'm falling into like almost kind of one of those all lives matter problem here because to me it's like you want to talk about any problem right now? I don't want to talk about any of your problems until we talk about this. Oh, you want to talk about uh, 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 transgender rights? Uh, we'll talk about transgender rights as soon as we get to the sex trafficking Oh, you want to talk about uh, 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 the wage gap between men and women? Okay, we'll get to that as soon as we deal with the sex trafficking. Like, how do you expect me to take you seriously now about anything? 10,000 kids a year, and you want to talk about Donald Trump playing (laughs) golf? You fuck? Holy shit, I can't believe that. So it's like, it's just when you see stuff like that and you realize that if you can't be confronted with, a story like this and couple that with realizing how little you actually hear about it on the mainstream media it, at least ask yourself why i'm going to that's what i'm going to do that's what i'm going to think about on my ride home today why haven't i heard more
0: about this like <laughs> it's, it's a huge dilemma and and a lot of people like to throw money at this and first of all if you are interested in that personally um there is a a great um corporation out in um California it's called Saved in America and I heard about it on a uh, a Jocko Willink podcast with a uh, retired uh, Navy uh, Navy Seal, like Admiral something. I I, for, I forget this gentleman's name. I apologize, but he's he's one of the uh, the founders, and he's he's very very into it. And unfortunately, my bloody phone's not working right now, so I can't look it up. It tells me that I'm offline, even though I have bars. Damn technology! <laughs> but. Uh, it's 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 a great organization, and what what I love about what they do is that they're they're an organization that doesn't charge the families because unfortunately there's a lot of places that are, that'll come in and they'll go and look for kids who are too are taken. A lot of times they talked about a lot on the uh, the podcast. I believe it was um, episode 192. Uh, I can look it up and see what it is real quick. Um, I was talking about it to a friend recently. Da, da, da. Let me see if I can find it real quick here. Um, shoot this makes for great airtime, <laughs> but uh it's 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 a wonderful organization and and what what i, what I love like i said what i love about it is that they don't charge the the kids the, the families to go look for the kids and and i and i really appreciate it because a lot of these corporations will come in and say i yeah, will look for your kids and they're going to charge them thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars and and it's like let's be honest like Who's not going to do that to try to save their kid if their kid's been taken? But uh, here it is. That's uh, Jocko Podcast uh, 190, 193 with Kirby Horwell Horrell, H O R R E L L. It's the Saved in America organization. So if you want if you want to go check them out, it's great. But basically. They they get donations, that's how they run, so they, they're always fundraising and doing that kind of stuff, and all of that goes to like how the organization works, and these people go in, they do the research, they figure things out, and they send their own agents to go locally where the kids were taken, they find out where they're located, and they work with the local police departments, and they're all like, a lot of them are like ex-military and they and they go in, they get the kids, they bring them home, and there's no and there's no charge to the, the families. Yeah. It's
1: amazing. That's just a joke that a, something somebody in the private sector has to do something like that. Like the fact that like there's not. I mean, if we have a Department of Homeland Security, there should be a subdivision of that. That literally, that's their job, you know.
0: But unfortunately, it's it's like anything else. Is that once you get it to be like a government organization, things get bloated. There's lots of stuff in there that doesn't need well, to be. Well, sure. And these these people are very light on their feet. They're great at researching. They know what they're doing. They can get in and out. It's not some big government bureaucracy bullshit that they have to, like, jump through a bunch of hoops. They can go and just get the job done. So I think there's great room for that. I think that's one great thing about, like, like having a free market and allowing things, like, the run the best to, like, allow them to run.
1: You, here, let's play a little trivia here. Guess the top city in America for sex trafficking, child trafficking. <sighs>
0: I'm going to guess... Uh... Like Southern California, what's what's the big city that's like right next to the border? San Diego. None of the top five are in California. The number one city. I'll give you a hint: the only people that live
1: there are black people and politicians. D.C. Washington D.C. Really? So who do you, I'm pretty sure it's not the black people there ordering up the kids. Unbelievable, man! Like, <laughs> how much more black and white can it be here? Like, that's it's like. Look, and you're not religious, so this isn't going to hit home with you, but, like, there is satanic shit going on with, like, the people in power in this world, and this country specifically. Like, there is deep, dark shit going on. Like, it's, it's, do you think it's, it's no accident that kids are getting fucked in Washington, D.C.? I mean, we all get fucked from Washington, D.C. Kids <laughs> are getting literally fucked in Washington, D.C., and it's not a story. Like, our nation's capital is fucking kids and you don't, I had to Google it and I had to go down, I had to scroll down like 30 articles to find that. Uh, Washington City and then, oh yeah, and all the other ones are like either in Florida and Atlanta. So obviously like you got people easy to, easy access to, to down there. DC, you got to put in a little bit of work to get the kids in over there. Despicable, man. Fucking, you know what? I'm on board with the far leftist now. Let's burn it all down. <laughs> I'll see you guys at the next, yeah, the next courthouse or whatever, wherever we're going, just DM me because it all needs burned down now. <laughs> that's the thing though. It's like, it's like, well, although, you know, the way I view this cause, that's, the, I need a, a I need to respect the fact that people feel just as strongly about the, we should have our gun rights taken away. You know what I'm saying? Like people literally have People that have lost people that are gun violence, they feel just as staunchly. They will look at me and they will plead with me and they will shake us by the collar and say, "Look at what your guns are doing. What they did to my family, you know." And that's but that's their truth. It it is that's their
0: truth. Yes, but they don't realize that it's it's not the guns. The same as like like people always like they want to donate money because they want to feel better about themselves or this and that. And it's like there 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 are great causes out there and there, there are people doing great things. It's like, but to fix the problem. You know, it's like funding more of these people to go and get these kids. Is not going to fix that problem? How we fix the problem is getting rid of the need. If there's if there's no need, then there's no supply. Just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Are you suggesting that we create test tube kids purely for fucking, Matt? No, I'm here? I'm saying oh, that I think almost if almost. we fix society and fix people's hearts, <laughs> I'm kidding. That, That's going to get me fucking. Arrested, then it won't, it won't give criminals a reason to go abduct kids, so these asshats can go in and fuck them you got to delete that out. You're going to have to delete that out. <laughs> that's not how this works. That jo- Dude, I can't say that that even as a joke that went that went too far, man. <laughs> you can say it went too far. We're not coming out. But it's like All right. if if you don't get rid of the need, then people are like same, same as like drugs. You know, it's like people want drugs. So it's like as long as there's the people out there who want them, there's going to be a supply for them. I mean, that's that's just how things work. So until you can get rid of you know uh, p- people's like evil hearts it's not going to change and to do yeah. that you know like, we we've, we've got to change people's minds i guess i'll say this
1: i have no aspirations about like getting this solved okay like getting this problem solved just like racism ain't getting solved and you know you're not going to solve this issue what what all this really does to me is just make me in my mind illegitimize other people's uh these 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 these, these ideological hills that they die on because it's like so little of this shit is important. You know, so little of the shit that most of you people out there believe, including myself, it just doesn't... All that it does is... It, 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 it might impact other people, you know, you might want to think it does, but you either care because it makes you feel good, it makes you feel like you're paying a debt just by caring, or you have some personal connection to it, you know? Like, oh, maybe a relative was afflicted by this or that, or, or, um, like I said, maybe you suffered from... Maybe you have suffered from gun violence, or maybe... Um you have suffered from systemic racism, but you know so but ultimately, you know most people haven't, and um you know, look at what's happened. people are gray retraining your causes, the legitimate ones with their shitty selfish um you know little niche causes that only if that that you know what it's just that's that's just why. Certain tribes excelled and some were wiped out. Um, the ones, the, the small ones that have been, that, that were worth saving were saved. And the ones that weren't were either conquered or just died out. And that's what's going to end up happening here over a long enough time. <laughs> <laughs> to really go out on a on a hot note here is if your ideas are good, you're going to make it. You know, you'll be on the other side. It might be some authoritarian tyrant, but you'll still be on the other side. And if your ideas are shitty, then you won't be there. You'll be in the sweet beyond or the not so sweet. Um, so it'll all work itself out. We'll just be too dead to find out who was
0: right. That's a that's a shitty part about it. Is no one we'll never know who was right, who was on the right side of history. Nobody will know. Well, unfortunately, the thing you have to remember about history as well is like who writes history books. You know, the winners. Yeah, it's it's not told like told from like the actual truth of what really happened. It's it's always to make it feel like uh, the, the right one won because well that was you. I mean our our history is pretty depressing even written by the winners so I'm
1: sure there's some shit out there that there's some definitely some suppressed shit and there's still 100%. still to this day one hundred percent still to this day so I mean someday aliens will come down here and they'll you know decode that our politicians were fucking kids and we didn't do anything about it and they'll be like well this is why this civilization crumbled you know.
0: But yeah. I mean, there are truly, truly like evil. There's truly evil in this world, hundred percent. Like you, you can't deny that. And to to put your rose-colored glasses on and think that that that's not happening. Like a lot of that kind of stuff isn't happening is just is ludicrous, you know. But to to think that like Alex Jones would say, like that all of the people at the top are all these corrupt assholes and this and that. Like, are there some in there? Hundred percent, of course. Yeah. Like no, like undoubtedly. Like are are there some like horrible people out there with shit tons of money that that can you know ruin society absolutely there there of course are but i think that there's also a lot of great people in the middle that are are willing to to stand up for what yeah. they believe in and, you, and, and and nowadays like they have more and more opportunities to do so but i think i think that i i think that there's like really light at the end of the tunnel here because i think that most people are good people you know like are there some like shitheads out there 100% you yeah, know, we, but I we, think most people are decent human beings, and and they just want what's better for 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 themselves and other people moving forward. I think that that's mostly what they want. Like, you know, some people are skewed on their mindset of maybe how we're going to get there, or or what they want out of it, or what have you, and that's fine. But I I think they mean well, and I I really think that we're we're headed in in a in a better direction. You know, but tough times are ahead for sure.
1: Yeah, and you, I, I do you think
0: not, do you not agree with that. Yeah, I
1: feel like I feel like typically we come back to this at, at the end of our discussions. You do tip, you will, you you will choose to see the op, you know, the the optimistic viewpoint. And I and look, I'm not going to be. I, I, last thing I want to be is a cynic and say, "Oh, it's nah, it's it's just look how it's been." And you know, now it it can't get better because there's a lot of things, even in the last few months, that I have thought were going to go one way that have gone another way for the better or worse. So you know i'm not i'm not going to be as closed-minded as to say that there's not we can't we're not going to come out of here more learned and um you know benefit as a society from all this i i think it's possible i just it it feels like um you've just got everybody on both sides destroying right now they're they're just just nobody no, Nobody is picking up the slack and trying to build. It's just both trying to destroy the other side. Uh, I disagree, though. I, I understand where you're coming yeah, from. I mean, I just... And, are you, and, I, and I think that's the are case. Are we just
0: both speaking from, like, just gut feeling right here? No, no. I I, I truly believe this. And, and I could be completely wrong. I might owe you a public apology on Facebook. I don't know. All right? Which... <laughs> For you, if you don't know, it's an inside joke. I'm sorry. I yeah. <laughs> shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> but it's basically like an apology you never get because I don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. But what you're hearing from are the extreme left and the extreme right. That's what's getting the news. That's what's getting pumped out there. That's what you hear on social media. What you don't hear are the people like us who are, as we've gotten older in life, uh, my coach said this and I loved it. I've stole it ever since. You know, he's like, the older I get, the the more like i become an extreme moderate yeah like you want to be more of a centrist like that's the idea let's meet in the middle and let's try to do what's best for everybody like like some of us lean a little bit more central left some of us lean a little bit more central right doesn't matter but the idea is to come to a compromise somewhere in the middle but that's not what sells on the media that's not what sells on social media you don't get clicks for that but i really 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 believe that that's most people in this country is there somewhere in the middle and they want to find a good compromise? It
1: is. I think the people that can afford to do that, I think, yeah, those people obviously exist. The The problem is, see, we, we can't, we're kind of like, you know, for the most part, we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. We're not really affected by, you know, what goes down in Washington. We're not affected what goes down on the big seats. We are, you know, a trickle down, obviously. Like, you know, I'm sure your business and you, you do a lot of work for places and cities and Obviously, if those cities are being destroyed or whatever, that can impact work. But for the most part, like um, at least I'm just going to speak for myself here. I mean, I feel like I can separate myself from a lot of the trouble out there. Like I can just kind of just got me and my family and, you know, businesses and stuff like that. And I can just focus on that. I don't if I want to. I've got the benefit of just being able to shut the rest out for the most part.
0: Yes, but dare I you say know? that you don't want to do that because we're here no, we are yeah. on a podcast talking about this. Granted, <laughs> it's not like this goes out to millions of but people. But what I'm saying is
1: that that I could be if I was if I was in a position where I was going to be way more impacted by this upcoming election or what's actually going down in the mid, in, in the in the in the in the in the cities or what I feared what could go down in the cities. Um I could have a very different outlook right now. You know, I mean, I couldn't, I would be living in, I mean, if I had a downtown business right now, I would be in a constant state of fear that when the next protest rolls through, there's going to be those people that decided that they want to vandalize.
0: I think you'd be doing what a lot of people are doing now. They're moving.
1: Yeah. So it's, well, exactly. Yeah, they're moving, they're moving out of the cities. Like our cities are, you know, are are the big cities going to survive, you know, for how much longer and especially if they can't, coexist with you know the 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 haves and the have-nots you know and right now it's that's my issue is that typically everyone's been a way to find a way to go about their own business and now um the 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 have-nots don't they're not they, they feel like they're in a position right now it's it's go it's go for broke they feel like they can make some serious change right now and i feel like they haven't plunged to the depths that they are willing to go to as far down as they're willing to try to get it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get it. They're not going to bring down the economy. They're not going to change the American way. They're not. There's not enough of them. And even if there were, they like I said, those pe- these people don't have any means to make change other than being part of a larger group. They have but, a, but here's they the have thing a is, voice,
0: but they don't have resources. But the problem is, is their ideas don't trump the other people's better ideas. They feel like, – that's the thing. Is they feel like they, they do. They feel like it they does. They feel like now fine. ultimately there is but, good versus evil. But here's the thing though. As soon as, you, as soon as they sit down with somebody who believes differently than they do, they can't have an intelligent conversation about why that Man, is what it they, is. They don't care about All that. All they can do is yell and scream. Yeah, they just hide back in their tribe. That, because they can't like, – have a, have, a, have a definitive yeah. com- conversation they will not, of why it's yeah, going to be
1: better. They will not individually engage you. They will engage you as part of a huge group. Because, you know, and it's just like, just like you don't ever see a single rioter going to town on some windows. It's always everyone trying to, you know, you're in there as a group trying to, you know, you're getting away with what you can get away with because you are just part of a greater whole. And that's what these people are. They are collectivists. They despise the individualistic nature that Americans have created. They, they feel like it's a form of, of, of you know uh, colonizers and, 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 and white supremacy. And, and the fact that, that we have the privilege of caring about individual and, and we're not collectivists, like say like the Japanese are or something like that, where, you know, there's more of a, of a, of a focus on the betterment of the whole as opposed to the individual. Yeah. America, we're individualistic. We're individualistic people. We obviously we care about, you know, we have circles we care about, but the world would look at us as an individualistic society. And at some point, like I'm going to you, say, you can't start just saying things and then inferring that they're negatives. You can't just tell me that because I care that I'm individualistic as opposed to collectivist, that I'm, that I'm nationalist as opposed to globalist, you cannot sit and tell me that I'm wrong just because you're saying it's wrong. Just because you're saying, well, you should, it should be everybody, not just you. It should be the whole world, not the country. Like,
0: be, because you said so? Like, that's what I don't understand. Because you said so? But, I but, but again, here's, I, here's the problem with what, that argument. Because if you don't protect the individual's rights, then nobody has any rights. Exactly. Like the, the indiv- That's the problem is I think people give a lot less
1: power to the individual. When you start giving up the power of the individual to the group, that's what you are giving up. You're giving up the power that an individual can have in society. You're surrendering that. You're, give, you're basically saying we don't want any power. We don't want any say. We don't want any means of change. We just want to let us just exist. Please give us permission to all exist, you know, and not offend each other. I mean that's well, here's, sorry. Here's, 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 not a, here's a big
0: point that, that a lot of those people who have those arguments are forgetting is like our, our our government was set up as a democratically elected republic. It's not a democracy, it's a republic, which is a good thing. Right? Because that protects the individual's right to have their own thoughts and beliefs like the problem with having a true democracy like people think that we have or they want is that it becomes like the the rule of uh, of law not the rule of law um what's what's the word I'm looking for here help me out I forgot society earlier. <laughs> what are we thinking of here? It's it's basically it's basically it's a mob mentality. The mob rules, right? It's like yeah. so fifty one percent of the population comes in and votes yeah. and says majority Hey, it's like if if we don't if we don't want people to live past seventy, we can just kill them all. Yep, That's and it's true. like and that, if people vote on it who are young and healthy and vibrant, like fine, cool, light up, kill all the old people. I mean, they don't want to kill their own grandma, but they'll kill somebody else because else they don't yeah. give a shit, right? Yep. So it's like the problem with that is, is like. That becomes bad in and of itself because if, if you have the, the mob ruling so that they could come in and say, hey, well, you know what, um, there, there is no new, more religion or this and that. Like you have to be a Christian in this country because most people are. And like, well, you're not allowed to believe anything else because 51% of the population says, well, this is our, our religion. It's like, no, our government is set up to protect the right of a person to have their own mm-hmm. beliefs. And that's a very important thing. I mean, so so if, if you don't protect the individual, yeah. like you you won't have any Do you know how far
1: we've come as a society to get to that point? And you just people want to just now give it away willingly? They I mean, just th- literally think, want to
0: give away the power that they that they have as an individual. I mean, think this country is only a couple hundred years old. This is I know, people are already willing to just give it up. And it is and it's For been what? one of the, the longest standing governments ever in history. It, it just is. I mean, look back at history. A lot of them don't last this long. Yeah. It's, and it's like yes. I mean, is, is it imploding from the inside? Yeah. Of course, but it always it's does. It's disgusting. It's very imperfect, but like. It's, it's always going to be imperfect because yeah. there's people involved. Yeah,
1: but you just, that's what I'm saying. You need to, you, you need to, you need to revolutionize it, not evolution. Not, okay, you know what I'm trying to say. It needs to, uh, it needs to grow. It doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be destroyed and rebuilt. Because, first of all, I've seen all you motherfuckers over out there that want to tear it down. You, you guys aren't you – yeah, you're not but, getting in power. But you're those people don't understand how society yeah, works. I'm saying you're not you, – you, you can't just have a big – you can't create policy out of a list of demands and complaints. Like, you can't build a society based on whining. Okay? You can't. You just can't like we're, we've done the best we can now. It's not great. Okay. It's not great, but you're not, you're not going to just take it away. You're not going to, there's too many people here that do have things to lose. And there are people, and those are people on the right and people on the left, and they are not going to let you take it away. They're not going to. Okay. Because at some point a person is a person and they have one life to live on this earth. And yeah, they might, spout their entire life about how they care about other people and this and that. But at the end of the day, we're taking care of number one. There are too many people in this country, okay, that have that have too much to lose that we're not going to let it happen. It's just, it's not. We're going to, we'll let you have your tantrum. We'll let you, you know, scream and kick and whatever. And we'll throw you a few bones. We'll throw a few BLMs on sports jerseys and shit like that just to keep you quiet, you know, but that's it. We're not giving you anything else. You're not going to get, you're never going to get in public office. Okay. You're never going to make policy. You're never going to make change. Okay. You might be in the peripheral, you know, you might, you might see your stray congressman or whatever house representative or whatever, get in there. That's loony, but you're never going to be in a position to make any real change. So go ahead and have your fun, spout off, slay it queen. But ultimately you're going to die and you won't have really made a difference. Okay. That being said, you were still necessary because you, Everybody needs a voice. Even if it's a shitty voice, everybody needs a voice.
0: Yes, but dare I say the great thing about this country is that those people have a chance to
1: exactly. get into
0: politics. I know. They, they want, want shit to shit all over the
1: country and how racist. I mean, I love it when like when Muslim women complain about how racist cut co- Muslim women that are in the that are in our government talk about how we're systemic racism here. It's like you are a woman, you are an immigrant, you are a Muslim. Okay, all these things you say that we hate, okay, and that have no place in Washington or in power. Like you literally got elected, okay. Like it can't be that bad. We just had a half white president just one president ago. It was our first half white president. Okay, that's progress. All right. Pretty soon we'll have a zero percent white president. Okay, and that'll be, I guess, in your eyes, even more white, even more progress. Okay, and yeah, but, I but here's
0: it. the thing, though: is progress for the sake of progress is not good, but progress for the sake of but in their mind, in their mind, it is. is, mind, it is.
1: The, the fact that Obama had a single black parent that, that 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 legitimized so much about that man. That legitimized, yeah, of course, you had your fucking hicks that hated him, you know, that wouldn't that, that complained about him because he was black. Fuck those people, their IQs are so low; they're not going to make any difference. Who cares about their opinions either? But Obama, by the because he was a Good looking, African American, great speaker. You know what? For some people, that's all they need. All they need. All oh, they could just—you could sit there and finger yourself all night to Obama press conferences because of how smooth that mother was. He was a smooth, and he looks even better now with Trump coming after him. But that man was a shitty president. I know you don't want to hear it, and I honestly know you don't care either because you look so good being shitty when you're talking that good. And you're shitty and you're looking that good, being shitty, being shitty doesn't really matter that much if if Obama was a five foot seven white guy named Barry Obama or whatever I don't know p- people wouldn't give a fuck about him. you know what I'm saying like the fact that he he was legitimized by purely the fact that he was different, he was viewed as being progress, therefore he was good, equals good, okay, get the fuck out of here with that. was Obama the worst president ever? No, he wasn't. No, because Trump is. He he wasn't the worst president ever. Okay, (laughs) was he a good president? Hell no, he wasn't a good president. Let's not, we don't need to be, like I said, we don't need to be stupid. It doesn't have to be an either or. Okay, but let's not lie to yourself and say that, that if there's, for just as many people out there that hated the man because he was black, there were just as many, uh, Um, white knights out there that say they loved Obama because they wanted because they loved the sound of how progressive it made them feel that they thought he was a black president he was great guess what he was a black president congratulations he still is a shitty president but it doesn't take away from the fact that he was elected twice I mean that's worth something right that's got to be worth some sort of like you got to get some credit as a country I mean if America was like a conscious being America would probably be like can you give me a little bit of slack here like you did elect two terms, a black president, like, obviously that doesn't, we didn't put an end to racism by any stretch of the imagination, but at least it has to debunk some theories, some theories about systemic racism here and the, and in, in the, and in the, and the ceiling that black people have on them. Okay. I mean, I'm not, we're not asking for full credit here. We're not asking for a big pat on the back, but it's like, can we at least acknowledge that we are, that we move forward and people say, well, Trump has moved us backwards. Just, you know what, you want to talk Trump with me? Just, and I've always, and whenever I, whenever this comes up on social media, just, this is, the, this is the fastest way to get ignored or blocked or whatever, ask for an article. Trump's a racist. Give me an article. Oh, back in 1980 something, he said something about a black man in this hotel. And I'm like, well, okay, so does that mean, I said, I'll I'll listen to that, but what if I send you a bunch of pictures of black people hanging with Trump and loving Donald Trump before he was president? Will that mean anything to you? Oh, I don't give a you know, fuck. That was back then. I'm like, well, wait a minute, like, if we're going to, like, judge Trump on what he did back then, are we judging him on only the bad stuff or the good stuff, too? I mean, like, so it's like people want to just lump everything, everything. And I don't care if they're constipated. Somehow they will lump Trump into that. Like, just he's the all, He's he might be exactly what this country needs because he's, like, the great black hole of hate. He can absorb all the hatred. And I think it's it's almost like he's, like, some sort of, like, energy machine that feeds on it, because he he's literally the most hated man in the world. I mean, bar none. There is never, In fact, since Hitler, has there ever been a more universally hated single man? I can't think of one over the world, all across. Now, yeah, he, of course he's got legions of people to love him, but has there ever been a man, a man, I mean, imagine going to bed knowing that you are the most hated man on this circle that's flying around the sun.
0: Yeah, but dare I say that most presidents, when they get elected, it's like, they're dealing with half of the country being mad.
1: Yeah, but no, he, dude, he, first of all, not only does, not only does he, can he not ignore it, he's so easily triggered by it. That's why he's constantly in self-defense mode. And it's like, but I feel like he, if there was no, if he wasn't there to just be able to absorb all this hatred, then where would people put it? Maybe it would be worse now because everybody, like if Biden wins, obviously all this shit's not just going to go away. It's not like we're going to wake up and the sun will be shining and Everyone will have gone back to their houses and unemployment will be where it's I, I, will, I will say this,
0: though. I think the media will be a lot different. Of course. Yeah, it will be. It, it, it's that's what I'm saying. It'll be you're going to have because right now, like, yeah, it's, it's just you'll, it's have years, you'll have four years. You'll
1: have four years of protecting the of, you know, basically all will happen is the media. It, Fox and CNN will just switch places. Fox will just constantly criticize and CNN will will defend now, whereas now it's Fox defending, even though now you've got Fox going against Trump now, too. But. You know, it's 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 just going to be it'll be the same thing, and then all it's going to happen is just replace all the left wing people you know now that are whining and crying. Everybody that says Trump tarred right now, you're just going to have people call, saying Lib tarred here in a few months if Biden wins. You know, there's uh, there's is going to be tarred on tarred action here from both sides.
0: Well, how about we stop being children and be adults and stop hmm. trying to bring down the other side? How about we actually listen to them, see what they have to say, and try to move forward together? Because that's the way. I think as much as that, as much as
1: I think Jake wants to do that with the power of conversation, I think it's, a, I think it's a battle that you can wage in your community, but I mean, I I don't know, man. I I, I don't know how, I don't know how anyone, I don't know how it seems like, it doesn't seem like, like, like individual spur change anymore. It's all about the group. It's all about the mob.
0: But that's the problem is because you can't change someone (laughs) else's mind until you change your own. So Jordan Peterson talks about this a lot, and and I think, <coughs> sorry about that. And I think I think everybody should be listening to what Jordan Peterson has to say because there's here's a man who understands history and who te- and who talks about it all the time, and it's like b- before you can change you know your community, you have to first change yourself. Do, so do you I think, realize that there are people
1: out there that? That despise Jordan Peterson and will have instantly just decredit, discredited what you said because you dropped his name. That's fine. That, is, that is their choice I to know do that. so. It, it, and I'm saying that that's like where we're at right now. Like like yes, there are certain names. We're never like, going to get past yeah. this
0: point if people can't get past that. It's just not going to happen. You need happen. to be able to listen to other people and understand that they're not evil. They're not the devil. They're just another person. They have, they have different opinions and that's fine. They're allowed to. Well, more
1: from than not, though that person that's triggering you, just like, like I said, there it's not like there's subtle conversation attempts. They're like haymaker after haymaker, of you know, basically, um, eat shit and die, you know, twenty four seven. Only only
0: online, or if they're in large groups of yeah, people. yeah,
1: but like that's that's all this goes down anymore. Like in person, you know, I. I don't ever remember talking politics in person much before the social media age anyway, but like maybe that was just because like that was just because it just wasn't a topic that the people I hung out with at that time got to. I mean, yeah, we'd get into it sometimes, but like now it's like it's like a hobby for it's like some it's all that some people have. Like it's it's it. Like it it it's it's their only identity and that's another thing too, is like if without Trump, some of the, a lot of these people lose without that thing to hate all of a sudden, like, what's left for them? You know, now they they still have all the problems they had before, but now they just don't have this pariah, basically, that they can just cast all of their all of their hate towards. Um, it's going to I think it's going to expose a lot of people that have gotten a lot of uh, their, their 15 minutes or now, I guess, you know, more than that, of fame talking about Trump, whining about Trump. Once there's no more Trump, like all you're left with is your own shitty personality. like.
0: Sorry, um, I and mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, things, things are gonna get crazy. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, I think we've been rambling on quite long enough here. Uh, so, any kind of closing thoughts do you have, or anything that's kind of stuck in your mind from um, our conversation here?
1: Yeah, I think we, I think I talked about a lot. Um, it was nice to be able to, you know, be have a, a clear head and be able to talk about some stuff. I got a little heated. Uh well, at that's some, okay. He said but, some outrageous shit. Yeah, But you know, the,
0: that's okay people. He's yeah. trying to fucking I will be say funny. This. I did, I didn't yeah. He's like, trying to get laughs. Calm down. Yeah, I didn't
1: yeah. Any yeah. I mean, oh yeah, if you're going to take if <laughs> if you're going to take some of those jokes seriously then I got a few yeah, more. It's not you. all literal here. People. I got a few f- more for you. Have you seen <laughs> my have you seen my face? <laughs> um but yeah, I I I feel like, you know, it was a conversation long overdue. Um you know, and uh I I I think I I don't. Hopefully, I didn't um, double speak too much. I try to keep my views consistent. But like I said at the beginning, like a disclaimer, almost like um, I'm not claiming to. I'm not going to plant my my flag on either on either side of any, a lot of these situations right now because most of them are. You know, both those sides are inhabited by people that I don't want anything to do with and who I don't agree with. Um, all I know is I'm just trying to be decent. Um, like Jake said, right, be a good person. Be good people. Just, I'm going to try to be good people. Um, but uh, more often than not, that that involves me suppressing, you know, inner inner demons and stuff like that. Other, you know, character flaws that manifest when, you know, because you know, even though I'm not, you know, even though I I like to say I'm pretty even keeled when it comes to things, I st- I still get angry at a lot of things. You know, a lot of things. You know, um, I think it's that desire for um, that desire for conversation, the desire to feel unity with people, to feel you know, to feel some of that collective spirit. And, um, right now it's just, you know, and I'm, and I'm fine with it, but right now it's, that's, I get that from people I know and that's it. I can't get it anywhere else. It's, um, you know, there was a point where I could go on Twitter or whatever and, and, and feel safe and, and, you know, by the people that, you know, group think people and I it just wasn't for me anymore. Um, and, uh, um, but at the same time, I feel, I feel a little bit more, I feel more chill in the fact that I that I can just talk and not have to – I don't have to die on any of these hills right now. There's no – nobody's – I don't have an obligation to change anyone's mind. So,
0: you know, why not just air it out every now and then? Fair enough. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been good to have you back. Yes, sir. It's been too long since you've been on, and I'm sure we'll get you back on very soon. Oh, yeah. We got plans. So, we'll, we'll have some fun. So, All right. Well, we will see you guys next time. All right, well, that wraps up another great episode. It's always good having my brother Andrew on. We definitely wanted to have a one-on-one conversation. Well, I wanted to have a one-on-one conversation this time because the last couple of times, Andrew did get a little bit too drunk because I was probably egging him on a little bit too much. That's definitely my fault. I will take full responsibility for that. They were still very entertaining episodes, though. If you haven't heard those, go back and check some of those out. Uh, One was American Honesty. Another one was Belly Up to the Bar. It was a good time. Nonetheless, but I wanted to have Andrew on one on one this time because you know it's been a while since he's been on, we've had a lot to talk about, and I don't get to hang out like too much one on one with Andrew. A lot of times, we may be going to play golf or hang out at his house with his fam or doing whatever, so it's not that often we get to sit down for an hour plus and have just a one on one conversation where we're not focusing on anything else or doing something else or watching TV or doing whatever. So it's it's always good to kind of have a little bit of bro time, if you know what I mean. But if you guys are still with us, I greatly appreciate you. You know, seeing the the episodes go up and get likes and get views, it's it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm loving the progress, but I still need your help. Please, please, please go out and leave the show some five-star reviews because that really helps it gets bumped up in the rankings. So hopefully we can get some new people listening to the show. But that is all we have time for this week. So we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.